1: September 8th edition of One Nation Radio here on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. I'm your host, Rich Ladder, Of course, here with my co-host, James Boyd. James, what's going on, man? Not too much,
0: except football! Football is back! NFL football, to be particular, um, I'm having a, a hell of a time watching it so far. Rich, I know you don't really do that shit no more, and I don't blame you. It just, I, it, I, I can't stop myself from watching this shit. It, it, look, <laughs> I, I can't, I can't, I can't stop myself from watching uh, adult, you know, grown adult men, you know, damage their brain cells one play at a time. I'm sorry, but it is what it is.
1: That's how i be i mean uh i I won't judge for it, just personal choice for me Look, well you probably should
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know um I, this is my third consecutive year of not watching the n f l not participating in fantasy, none of that until Colin Kaepernick either a declares himself retired or um somehow finds his way back into the league. I will not associate with the league, so um Yeah, man, Uh, but I couldn't avoid the news cycle over the weekend with Antonio Brown. Oh, God. My timeline was flooded. I had to get on the the jokes. I heard what happened. This man, Antonio Brown, for those of you guys that are unfamiliar, he may – he's not even a wrestler. He may get nominated for the One Nation Radio. Uh, Jeff Jarrett – Finesse of the year award james it, what the fuck happened with antonio brown like like uh, w- what, <sighs> what 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 happened here
0: okay so um I, I, the date i'm gonna get the dates wrong or whatever but um in somewhere in like the mid to i want to say like the late 2000s um you remember mike wallace he's play for the for the uh steelers yes yeah like the Steelers have always been like the best team at, at drafting and developing wide receivers like that runs from Hines Ward to Placco Burns to San Antonio Holmes to Mike Wallace to Antonio Brown to uh to Juju Juju uh, uh Schuster Smith right now or Smith Schuster whatever it is so like they've, they've always they've always done well with receivers so Mike Wallace is set to get his deal and he turned down the thinking he'd get more money um I believe he actually did get more money with the um, Miami Dolphins and that ended up more or less ending his career because turns out ben, you know Ben Rosberger you, you kind of need that guy supposed to playing with whatever garbage they were throwing out there was, uh, in Miami anyway uh, that deal that extension uh, they decided to turn around and, and just give to Antonio Brown when Antonio Brown was a younger player um, that was his first big money deal um, and he was coming up upon the end of that I think they extended it at one point too but uh, they, they were coming to the end of that so you look at his age uh he was you know um he was turning he was 30 uh he turned 31 a couple months ago uh levy bell held out all last year they uh, you know traded him or let him go and walk whatever it was where he ended up in the, um, getting his money with the jets he looks at it i'm 30 I'm on, the, I'm, I'm on the wrong side of 30 now this is gonna be my last substantial deal if i can actually get one um so he's a so he, you know Figured he him and Ben, Ben's volatile. Ben has always been a fake leader. Ben also, you know, is a rapist. Talk about all that other stuff you want to, but that that blew up because, you know, Ben is not built for to be a leader, and he's always been a bit of a diva-ish, even though he is somebody that plays through a shit ton of crap and injuries out his career or whatever else. Like, it's a mixed bag of good and bad with Ben Rosberg without his, without his life and career. And, and bad decisions as well. So, anyway, um, that blows up. That situation blows up, and it's like, are you going to keep a receiver? Or are you going to keep a quarterback? They kept the quarterback. Um, so then uh, they decided to trade AB away. AB uh, apparently one of the suitors were the Patriots. The Patriots were willing to offer a first round draft pick. Uh, you you know briefly about the history of the Patriots and the Steelers when it comes to NFL football over the last uh, let's say nineteen years. Rich, how is that? Bit of, doesn't that resemble more like a hammer and a nail?
1: Is it, it looks. Strangely similar to Serena Williams versus Maria Sharapova <sighs> over that time, from what I recall.
0: Except Serena, except Sharapova actually beat her in a in a, in a Grand Slam final one time. So like, like the Steelers actually won. Actually, or, or sorry, Sharapova actually one time went through Serena to win something that mattered. <laughs> That that never that's never happened with the Steelers and the Patriots. So they basically were like, "Hell, fuck no! We're not trading the uh, the the Patriots and Antonio Brown. You crazy? So we'll ship." They they thought they're gonna be Popovich and be petty or petty if you want to do it. We'll trade his ass to NFL Siberia and NBA. That's uh, Canada. And right now, for the last twenty years, more or less, has been Oakland. Trading to Oakland, uh, and they gave him a two year extension. And I think it was like thirty million guarantees or fifteen between the two years of guarantee money. Uh, so there's some speculation that you know there were suitors, he knew there were suitors. Um, but there's no way for him at all, on the wrong side of 30 to get to that money, get to his last substantial deal, as opposed to playing almost like year to year almost. So, or playing almost like a, on a one year insurance policy, almost like he's playing out one, one and one as an NBA player, but NBA players, you know are far more dominant and valuable to a, a team success and are more, therefore more expensive than nfl players so what he does is he proceeds to act as after being more, more than much a model citizen in the nfl for you know almost a decade he decides to act the damn ass in the last 10 months including him getting his ass out of uh out of uh, pittsburgh so at one point, he, uh, you know, he had the foot injury thing with the, with the of the chi- chi- or cryogenic t- or sorry, uh, t- or uh, chamber, whatever else. He froze like the bottom of his feet off, uh, skin damage. He recovered. Um, he was complaining about having his old helmet uh, being able to play with that because it's been outlawed. He fought for that for whatever. He talked about he may retire. Weird stuff. Then uh because he he starts missing mandatory me- practices, he got fined, and then he goes on social media and posts the, the letter about him getting fined from the GM, Mike Mayock. <laughs> and he so he says, I don't want to be fined, because obviously is all it's all about money for the most part. So apparently he has a he walks up on Mayock, and then he has an exchange released to where at some point he says I'm not going to get into what he says specifically. You can if you want to. I don't feel like dealing with it. But <laughs> y'all can look he, it up. Uh, He gets into he gets into it with with the GM, and he mostly says like, "Look, he punts a football away," and he says like, I, "He says something along the lines i 'I'll punch you in the face.'" And then he also says he punts a football um, from a practice football and it says, "Now find me for that." So he's away from the team. People think they're going to cut him. Uh, Players reach out, appreciate he comes back, and he gives a heartfelt apology to the team. Gruden accepts the apology, thereby cutting off his own GM's nuts. Uh, so he's set to play until apparently they decide they're going to uh, fine him for something like contract, con- another fine is like conduct detrimental, which means he loses all of his guaranteed money. Which means, like, okay, so, like, if I'm going to play it for you, and then anything happens, I'm going to lose the money I have. My insurance policy is gone for the next uh, two 24 months. Oh, how about this release me? He asked me to release, they release him, and then, like, less than five hours later, he's a New England Patriot. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, wow, and then so, therefore, he lost the insurance policy of the extra year in case of injury, sure, yes, but now. This time he gets to enter in free agency at 30, uh, 31 as opposed to being 32 at the end of the Oakland deal. So he actually has a chance to get one last century deal before he's out of the game.
1: And he'll probably increase his profile with the, with the Patriots. Yes. He'll, he'll like have a better, a good season with a good quarterback. He'll be in a starring role. He, he essentially got everything he wanted. So
0: and, and he'll be on the best team he's ever been on. He'll play with, he'll play with uh quarterback better than than uh, David Carr uh I'm sorry uh Derek Carr. Carr sorry sorry brothers um it, and he gets to go on the, he gets he basically gets the same money he was going to get already and then he he spends a year and he chills out there for a year and all of this shit from the last 10 months goes away and he's back to being the models uh NFL player that he was the rest of his career prior to these last 10 months <laughs>
1: So, like, with, with this talk of you know, in wrestling, people not being able to get released from their deals, maybe more of them should go howl at Antonio Brown and uh, well, and figure out you know if, if there is something they can do to well, to go ahead and uh, get facilitate some of these releases.
0: Well, the thing that Antonio Brown has that the wrestlers don't have are is he's part of a union that is collection, that collectively bargains in partnership with the ownership. <laughs> yeah. So, nah, you can't. You would love to be Antonio Brown, but you can't. Sorry, yeah. Sasha. Sorry, Luke Harper. Sorry, anybody that wants. To get, sorry, everybody is stuck in Ring of Honor with this foolishness around them, while while they can be in AEW <laughs> instead. Sorry, that's just it is what it is.
1: Yeah. Oh, an all-time finesse job by Antonio Brown getting to the team he wanted to go to, never having to play down for the Oakland Raiders and John yeah. Gruden and yeah. uh, that disaster yeah. of an organization
0: and yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, another part about it is the add about the the reputation thing. A year from now, or I'm sorry, uh five, six months from now, what we'll be saying is or more more than likely is Antonio Brown helped the Patriots win the Super Bowl, he became the biggest weapon for them after Gronk retired. Uh Look how well he behaved for the most of time. It's almost like you know, and you think about the rest of his history. Like the only people he ever beefed with was Ben Roethlisberger, rapist, and the Oakland <laughs> Raiders, who have been the worst, the worst ran team in the NFL since two thousand two. And then people will be like, maybe it wasn't a B. Maybe, maybe these bad situations have poisoned him. Maybe when, he and then people will think, you know what? He knows how to behave, and then everybody goes and gets in their ego, thinking I can also coach him. I can also do this and get away with it. And that's how we end up where we are. So, like, or where we will and be. We'll like, have a, another bag dropped off at the Brown residence. So, yeah. Uh, and also, and also, him on the Patriots with a Super Bowl like this clinches him being a Hall of Famer. Like he was already a guy that had Hall of Fame numbers in a great case already, but this will put him over the top to be like, all right. So he passes like the Tory Holtz in what have you away. Like he just clearly vaults over those guys to the next level if he gets a if he gets a ring or gets the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, you know how they like to, you, you, you know the how out. they like to act funny with wide receivers uh when it comes to the Hall of Fame. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um uh, yeah, but um yeah, all-time finesse job. So I spent some of my weekend uh watching the wu-tang show uh that came out on hulu <laughs> and uh it's really interesting apparently ghostface and raekwon were literally trying to kill each other at one point in real life shooting really? at each other
0: yes the, the shooting, dynamic duo of the of the wu-tang clan shooting Ghostface each and raekwon.
1: shooting each other's homes up Like that is how did they (laughs)
0: ever do? How did they ever hop on last together? Like I have not got to that part yet. Once you shoot up my crib, we can no longer, we can never, ever, 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 ever nigga. We can never be on rap tracks
1: together. So so I I guess the deal is like the RZA like connects them. So something happened. I haven't got to the part yet to where it all gets squashed, but there's been some like, you know, deaths and, and, you know, attempted, you know, you know drug dealing empires that went went bad and then of course there's rizzo like just making all these beats and then method man shows up at one point i've watched three episodes It's really great so far they're gonna be releasing them every wednesday and it's just like man it, it brings me back to a time like man this is like i love these beats i love this style like you know so uh it's gonna be interesting to see because i don't really know a great deal about the the backstory of like the Wu-Tang clan like you know you asked me about Jay-Z's life yeah I can probably figure it out you ask me about whoever a little bit later I can figure it out but I never really you know did the research on the bios of you know the Wu-Tang guys and and everything like that but uh really enjoyed that uh you know those first three episodes so um Yeah, but we got a lot to talk about today. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for sitting through. Um, Yeah, man, I guess we should begin uh with the with Chris Jericho. Oh my god. So Chris Jericho, what a week it has been for the Ayatollah Rock and Rolla, the man of a thousand four holds, uh Judas, you know, whatever you want to, you know, name this gentleman by. This man won the AEW championship uh over at Heyman Page, you know, we did a review last week. And immediately it began like a story that captivated the attention of the wrestling internet and everything else like it spawned even spawned a viral phrase <laughs> so jericho's uh you know he wins a w belt he has a deal he's walking through the locker room cutting a promo on folks and uh he turns and you know just kind of a throwaway comment He's like, you know, and I, I perhaps celebrate with a little bit of the bubbly, and, and everyone lost their minds. A lot, like, like uh, instantly, a meme was created. Uh, everyone was substituting their favorite songs or you know movie clips or old wrestling stuff in it, and it was just a thing to that that just caught so much fire, and it was just bringing. You know, they they instantly churned out a t-shirt for it, which became like the number one seller in the history of pro wrestling tees or something like that, which is like nuts. And kudos to, you know, Jericho and AEW for moving that fast, realizing there was a dollar to be made. So um, (laughs) did you catch a little bit of the bubbly craze, James?
0: Yeah, I saw on Twitter. I think some of the stuff that they came up with was cute and creative. Um, but as far as it being a catchphrase, I, I thought I the same thing with this catchphrase when he said it at the time. It was like a quick little witty thing, or whatever else. But I didn't think like it was something that was going to um, be something that just is on my timeline pretty consistently uh, throughout a week. So that that was that kind of is what got me. But like, I mean, it's not like it, it's not as I think it is not as great as the other stuff he's done before. But it is like. It is It is interesting that like a week after he wins the AEW title in a match against um, Heyman Page, like the most – like Heyman Page, like you were back to – back to the main car you go or we're pushing you to the main car where you belong. And like now we're, we're getting Jericho over on his own without Adam page in the way. <laughs> like that's, that's, I find that to be
1: interesting. <laughs> oh, so the story did not stop there from there. Jericho, uh, you know, he's a Tampa resident, so he was headed back to Florida. Um, uh, but you know, Florida was dealing with like hurricane Dorian. Some of the flights were rerouted. Uh, instead he had to settle for landing in Tallahassee as I've gathered. So while he was in Tallahassee, the As the story goes, he decides to take a trip to the Longhorn Steakhouse. Uh, and there was something that happened where someone grabbed the wrong bag. Someone may have left the bag on top of the limo. Either way, when he drove off, the belt was not with him. And the AEW
0: title belt went missing. No, no, no. Oh, okay, so hold on. So the, the main thing is that he had the belt on him. He had to build it up and uh, on his carry-on or whatever else. There's some mix-up with a bag that has to do with the limo service he rented this thing with. So they're taking his luggage uh, while he's eating to the airport, taking it back or whatever else. But this is something that may or may not have to do with his his actual luggage or not. But he had he actually had the thing on him, and then like they just it got lost in the shuffle on while the limo is going from Longhorn back to the hotel or back to the airport um which is supposed to drop something off and then come back to the uh longhorn what is just like when, when but once you first heard the story when it first comes out it's like he's at he's in a limo he's at longhorn then you're thinking like i if, you know we have a longhorn that's up the street from here out I, I believe it's a chain i don't know if it's a national chain the way people make it sound like they're you not know, familiar with the Longhorn thing. it was like some special thing or whatever. It's not it's like it's, just, it's, it's cool. So it's just like, wait a sec, you took a limo to Longhorn? The fuck's going on? Like I love you know,
1: Longhorn. Apparently I, it, it's this thing that, that you know, is, I'm not supposed to love, apparently.
0: No, it's not that you're not supposed to love it, is that like it's not like it's a Ruth Chris or or you know what I'm saying? It's not like it's one of those. Yeah. It's not like some top notch steakhouse. It's a it's a chain. That's yeah. fine, but like it's it's like if I t- if I said to you, all right, well, we're taking a limo to to like outback, like to a notch something something that's a notch higher to outback, you'd be like, Really? That's kind of what they did. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, wait a second. What what's going on here? Um so apparently this, you know, apparently it was they found on the side of the road which I'm still like, okay,
1: sure. Apparently sure. Yeah, apparently that's what happened like they did an interview with the guy that found it and um shit's weird. Like, Very. <laughs> like this man
0: this man comes up on something that's uh, reportedly worth um $30,000 yeah. and he's just like Oh here, what? <laughs> here and got two hundred dollars for it, right? And the, yeah, the thing. So the thing for me is like, I, I don't, I ain't believing this shit. Like, I I will go to my grave believing that this person came up on a lick, heard word was out, people were looking for what he found, and was like, well, let me turn this in for they for they fuck around and and rope me up, yeah. Like yeah. that that's that's that doesn't that see, to me. I guess uh, the cynic in me is is what it is, but like. That seems more reasonable to me than like, oh yeah, I found this championship belt. I'm gonna hold on to it. If you find value in it or you don't, and if you're not a wrestling fan, which most people aren't, you are just like okay, trash it or or actually you just leave it on the ground because why would you pick up a piece of crap?
1: <laughs> so Jericho immediately spins this into action. So you yeah. know there were actual real police reports that were filed. So no, yeah. this was not like a storyline originally, but. From the wait, social media
0: are you saying are you saying that all cop uh report reports are legitimate?
1: Ones that people file. <laughs> Not ones police file. <laughs> like if someone reports something, that would be against the law. Like if they were making it up. so uh, immediately like I I think Jericho sensed the moment all the jokes were being had we were all sharing a good laugh at the title belt being stolen but Jericho the genius that he is decides to get himself over for the zillionth time in his career by acting absurd Uh, so this man cuts a promo he's in the he's in the jacuzzi with the scarf in the tub Um, he has
0: the bubbly with him hat on, shades on, so people, like, they see that and they see the way he's behaving and you don't hear the story about, like, the limo drivers the one that lost the fucking thing, not Jericho. And people are just assuming, like, okay, like, this dude clearly is having a problem with alcoholism again. Alcoholism again. And so people started just regularly speculating and, you know, a lot of it can't happen to be from people that are also, like,
1: on
0: WWE, WWE apologist, so it's like that. That's that's uh, that's interesting. Like that's exactly where that's the first thing y'all jump to is like, oh yeah, this dude's clearly like having a, having an issue. And like, look, he may may very well be. I don't know him. I, I mean, but like from what I saw maybe i'm i'm untrained to you know that sort of thing but like i didn't see any i didn't see any like red flags or or anything that made me believe like that was the case but people jump to it and then they find out oh yeah the limo driver dropped it but like i you know like jericho has been asking for his thank you i don't see anybody rushing to give them their give out their apology even after he said that shit
1: yeah yeah um back more on a lighter note uh he starts cutting a promo says he's gonna put together uh like a task force uh, uh, the special investigators to find the belt and and just absurd shit and he's pouring the uh the bubbly into the glass but instead still drinking for the bottle like foolishness um then he cut another one in his house where his face looks kind of red so he was probably like outside for a while and you know Caught some, caught some sun rays.
0: Yes, a, Cana- a Canadian in Florida sun out there baking it turned red. And people also and, and from think that day And this is when it, it
1: kind of turned up, like, on that, oh, this yeah. man's an alcoholic and he looks pink. Yeah. Something's wrong with him. Like,
0: Yeah, and the thing for me is, like, uh, I, I have heard of Asian flush where, for some reason, genetically, whatever else, we're like, if Asians drink drink a, a certain amount of alcohol or whatever else, like their face will like get flushed with in, with blood and red, almost like they're blushing. I've never heard about it with white people. I I was unaware. So when they're saying like he's red, so clearly that means there's something going on. I'm like, I w- I, w- I was unaware of this, and it turned out like you know, or or you, like I was unaware of this, or it could just be Canadian and, and baking in the sun. You saw him just yesterday in the sun. I don't know
1: yeah Uh, which
0: one which one seems more reasonable
1: (laughs) so Jericho uh, again you know this is when he gets the belt back. So he has the belt with him. The cops end up finding it. They return the belt. Of course, there was this thing where they, the cops actually posted the belt, uh, posing with it and whatnot, which was like absurd. And uh, someone told the cops to take that down or whatever. (laughs) So they can start like working this like thing. But Jericho is like, he got the belt back and everything like that. And he's just like talking and it's just fucking great. Like, and of course the, the bubbly phrase is all catching off. This is nothing but great attention for like, Chris Jericho and by proxy the AEW belt and you know, it's it's it's
0: kind of a cool thing that just kinda of came out of nowhere. Um yes. I believe in the one where he got the belt back when he celebrated getting his belt back, I believe he said something on the lines of see, like the reason why this belt was found so fast because I put the fear of God in yes. the world or something like that. I was like, yo, this dude's a this dude is a fucking clown.
1: It will a Judas <laughs> effect. you know oh man but yeah Uh, yeah chris jericho leaving no doubt on why he should have been the the, the AEW champion like yeah uh, like when i saw that video with him getting the belt i was like all right man he gotta hold it a year now just just Uh, run it 365 and you know i'm not
0: i'm not there with you on that but it is funny to say
1: yeah um yeah so next thing Uh, transitioning, so we'll be back with AEW later on in the show, but uh, we got some WWE to talk about. Lots of stuff happened, um, or is kind of in the process of happening this week, but major news, uh, Bayley turned heel. James, noted Bayley fan on this show. (laughs) They turned Bayley heel. Yeah. What the whole... uh, is this just another um, admission of them blowing it with someone?
0: It's always somebody is doing something, and they have to fresh up the character because the character didn't get over. Because like you look at what the character was at at one place or um, or namely um, NXT or whatever else, and then like they never like try to recapture the magic. They always have to like Vince it, and like it always loses whatever it whatever like uh, sheen it had. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's, that's par for the course. Um, and she had, she's been on the roster, main roster since what, uh, I want to say, um, the end of, the, or sorry, uh, the middle of, twenty sixteen, two um, thousand sixteen, 2016, right? Yep. Yeah. So she had been babyface for a while. If you consider like, you know, obviously you throw in the f- fact that like, she's one of the all time great babyfaces in, um, in major North American professional wrestling of the last decade. Like you, you have that to account for. But like, if you discount for like, all right, like Vince never saw none of that. Like, so if, if it's, you know, she's only been at a certain level. She's for literally three, been for on ice years. since
1: the. Huh? She's literally been on ice since the spring of 2017. Like she's essentially right. been a dead character walking.
0: Yeah. So like, if you're Vince and you never saw none of the stuff in NXT or whatever else, and you're just like, all right, well, like she's been a babyface on the roster for like four years, roughly. Like it's time to turn her, and that's where we are. Um, you know, like I, I, I love Bailey to death, but let's see what she does with it. Make the best of it. Um, if it keeps her, you know, in the or it keeps her, you know, kind of in position to where she can have, you know, programs and matches um, of a high caliber, then I guess that's the best way you can measure success. If, like. If he's Vince interested enough to keep her like actually and actually use her, then like, I guess that's a win. as opposed to like picking Lacey Evans off the floor again, even, even though like she just got, <laughs> she beat Natty uh, on Monday. So
1: like with Bailey turning, it's just like, well, uh, it, it, it's always an issue. It's never like, Hey, we're just going to switch this person because we think it would be, you know, a good move or something like that. It's always this thing of like, yo, we fucked this all the way up and this is the only <laughs> way we can, you know, turn so, fix someone, unless it's like AJ
0: Styles or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Like recently anyway, yeah, yeah that's kind of been the thing. It, it's never like, alright, well, let's, there's never the Bret Hart turn heel situation where like Vince shows a paper all the ba- potential baby faces and matchup he has and all the heels on the other side that says, alright, if you go heel, you can fight Person X, Y, and Z. If you go Y, you, fa- you can face a less impressive. If you say face, you can face a less impressive list. Like it's never that. As opposed to like long term, it's always like let's just do this for the programming that we have them in for the next for right now, which will last for how long? And then like, after that, like who the fuck knows? Because I don't. I'm just doing it by the seat of my pants every single week anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. And I'm just looking at it, and then she's immediately realigned with Sasha, and yep. it's just like. With all the fans... Oh, I actually did want to mention this. A lot of people were happy when this happened. Like, people were yeah, cheering. Yeah. People were like, finally. Uh, you know, so people were, were were receptive to this in a way that, you right. know, when they tried to turn Becky last year, people wasn't having that shit. Okay, like,
0: my question <laughs> for you is this, right? Is the cheering... Is the cheering, oh, um... Is it cheering like with Becky when it was like okay she's out here like beating up on Charlotte who get who never gathers sympathy at all or is it the this person is kind of um treading water slash stuck in mud and this is uh, the jolt and I also got to be here to witness it I think it's some huh. of that I, I think it's mostly that and like I mean it like it Becky I'm sorry uh, Bailey and Sasha together as heels is interesting my thing is not necessarily what the end game is. Cause they don't even know what the fucking end game is. We, we know right. they don't know what the end game is, but what are they going to do? What are they, what are they going to do on the road after this? Because like, you already see where they're headed for this. Like they're turning Charlotte babyface. face. That's never n- a good idea. Never.
1: No history of success. Uh, with Charlotte as a baby Like it just
0: doesn't work. Like Charlotte, Charlotte's best success as a baby ever is like her versus Oscar. After Oscar, won uh, the Royal Rumble. That's it. That's it. Everything else has been like people, you know, she's o- she's OP or it, 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 she's either OP or like the sh- situation happened with Iconics jumped her and then Carmella cashes in and like it was supposed to lead to some chase for Charlotte. It, but it and, didn't.
1: She just kind of like yeah, left was... and went away and was, you know, she had some, you know, she was off some personal time. Yeah. Yeah. To
0: be fair, some of that stuff with, with that not working out was on injury and not actually WWE's bad booking. That so like we can't blame everything for that. But like they ran, they like when that happened, while that was happening, like the Becky thing popped up, and it was like do turn, and everyone thought like somebody's going to turn on the other. Like Charlotte's gonna, t- this is great. Charlotte's gonna turn on Becky, and then Becky's gonna be a big baby face that chased down the evil Charlotte, who just won, who just double crossed another friend, who uh, chose another title over a friendship. Instead, she still chose the, the title over a friendship, and they still want to be friends. And then, like they said, wanted to turn Becky heel, even though like they were headed towards Charlotte versus Ronda at WrestleMania, which would have meant Charlotte need to be baby- need to be a heel anyway to make it work. So it's like they just. They just fought the fans throughout that whole entire situation, and but anyway, back to the Becky thing. Or I'm sorry, the uh, the Bailey thing. I mean, they're going to do a tag match, right, between uh, the four horsewomen. Uh, was that this week?
1: Yeah, coming. Right, w- would have been a nice, uh, you know, main event for Evolution Two or something like that. But apparently, that's not happening. So. Um... Yeah, this is – I don't think this has ever happened before on a main roster, like a tag team match between uh, the four horsewomen. Not um, to my knowledge, and I probably
0: would, I would, would remember something like that. Um,
1: I don't know. The um, the idea of, like, Bailey, like, you know, her whole thing was, like, Becky's not going to outshine me, and then immediately she's linked with Sasha. It's like uh, – I I almost would have been more interested in Bailey on her own, like, as a heel.
0: Um, I don't know if her promos are strong enough for that to work. Like, I mean, obviously, you look at what Sasha Sasha's talking segment with Becky interacting with Becky on Monday was, and it was better than pretty much for most of the stuff she's done um, for her time in the main roster as Babyface. But, um, we also have seen Sasha as a top-notch talker, as a heel in the NXT before, um, so. Bailey always been, you know, not a, not a not a good promo person. I mean, she's sometimes she, she's been able to hold her in the role especially uh, before, but not like she's she's not no John Cena, you know. Right? So as a heel, uh, maybe maybe she gets more comfortable by saying mean nasty things and get easy cheap heat or whatever else. But um, who knows? Like I mean, because obviously it's harder to make people uh, like you than dislike you.
1: And I think people want more of the real person behind Bailey right now. I think she would be... Whatever that is. Do you yeah, know what that is? That, I mean, it's obviously not a, a large adult cartoon hugger <coughs> person. So, like, like I think people want a more authentic personality, like, from her. I think, like, that would be the best way to kind of, like, you know, be like, hey, I you know, Sasha's whole thing is like, hey, I'm doing this for the money and all this stuff now. Bailey needs to... I need to know Bailey's motivation
0: for, like, being a heel essentially now. So... Well... Uh, the way she sort of has, has explained it so far is that, like, I'm not being a heel, or I'm delusional oh, that, in that, that I'm a baby shit. face that thinks, sorry? Oh, that dumb shit. It, yeah, she is, I am delusional in thinking that I am still, I haven't changed my, I mean, I, and all I'm doing is being loyal to Sasha. That's really what they've said is like So, like, so there's still possessed. a rope there in that, like, <laughs> there's still some rope in, like, Sasha betrays her, and you get sympathy on her, and she treats her really bad, and then, like, or whatever else, like, i mean they've, they've done so much bullshit with sasha and bailey especially like 18 months ago that i'm just like whatever or, or sorry a year ago i'm just like whatever
1: like <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah i i think i would be more interested if they were apart but um we did mention uh there is a tag team match between the four Horsewomen. it is part of wwe returning to madison square garden for um uh, it's Raw and SmackDown on back-to-back nights. Uh, they're calling in uh, the Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, they're loading the shows up. Uh, I believe there's a Cedric Alexander AJ Styles match uh, set for Monday. Uh, there's you know the King of the Ring finals uh, or semifinals on both shows. Uh, so uh, I think, and also Rey Mysterio versus Gran League on uh, Monday which should be pretty interesting. I mean, um, it, it would be nice. Uh, it's nice to see Grand league pulled out the mothballs uh, because, <laughs> you know, don't matter what company he's in, CMLL, News Japan, WWE, somehow one of the best wrestlers in the world has trouble getting booked or used or, you know, pushed. So... um yeah man like I I know neither show like sold out you know I think there's a comb- combination of, of uh you know WWE not you know being the strongest product you know this year as well as those uh ticket prices which have been said to be really high um Smackdown not close Raw's you know Raw's doing better um but with Austin Austin's not sell- selling you out like I you know, but,
0: I mean, what is Austin supposed to do? Is what's Austin gonna do besides? His, and also, we just saw him like less than two yeah, months ago. That's that's where I was going with this. So like, okay.
1: you know, the they keep bringing these people back within shorter and shorter amounts of time, and not really using them in anything meaningful. Um, we don't know what the Undertaker is gonna, gonna be set to do, but he's not on the next pay per view, so. I don't know what, what, the, what, what the deal is there. You know, Austin, he's he's moderating a contract signing. How exciting is that, really? And he was just here for a Raw Reunion, a.k.a. You know, remember how good I treat y'all uh, from Vince. Don't y'all dare take none of Tony Khan's money uh, for any reason. <laughs> but I I... I think these are you know these are proving ground shows here um uh, because wwe uh says madison square garden is their building it's their home turf uh you know it, so i think they're gonna be trying to send a send a message this week would you agree
0: i mean i don't know if, i mean who would they send i mean they're they're the standard of uh they're the standard operation in the industry so it's like who are you trying to prove that you still got it to besides yourself? And like, if that's what you need to do to try to reassess where you are as a company, fine. Like, you know, it's always good to have some type of, you know, self-evaluation, that sort of thing, or internal scouting, all that sort of thing. But like, as far as, uh, you're going to show, we're going to show you by going out there and, 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 you know, and doing some things that are probably going to be interesting, some things that are probably going to be flat, some things that are probably not going to make sense. Like, nah, like that's not going to do it for me. I mean, but you know, that's not necessarily what they're going for. It's all about what Vince wants, and that's fine. But like, if he's running into the ground like he has the last two <laughs> years, then that that should speak for itself. So, I mean, I just I, I don't know, man. Like, I are you planning to watch these shows? I was not planning to watch the show until the fucking um, tag match. And so once they put on once they put on the Horsewoman tag match, I was like, Fine, you got me, fans." I'll watch your fucking TV. Um so so yeah, like and I'll write up show notes and if it's if it's not good, it's not good. Like and if it's good, it's good. I give it as due. Like I'll write up the notes just like I normally do whenever I watch watch a show.
1: Yeah. Um I, I'm interested in seeing that match, so I at some point I'll I, I would have to kind of probably avoid, like, because if I hear it went horribly wrong, I'm not gonna go watch it. But so I'm like, man, do I watch it in real time? Do it? Do I really take the the do do I do I bite the bullet and and put WWE Raw on? I'm trying. <clears throat> I am trying to figure this out within myself.
0: I mean, I mean, to be honest, honestly, with WWE right now, like for Raw anyway, like Raw's biggest problem is that it's still three hours. Like, it's not yeah. like the quality of the show. It's a good enough show. It's just it's three hours, and it's like, nah, I'm not sitting through three hours, bro. Once, like, I'll, once like, I'll I hear about whatever's that... on the show, and I'll and I'll hear something good about it. And there's a lot of good so far, right or right now, recently. But it's just like, I'm not sitting through three hours with commercials. So I will I'll download whatever else that I that I'm interested in watching, and that'll be that.
1: Yeah, once I got off that narcotic, like of watching Monday Night Raw and giving it up all summer, I find it really hard to. Um find myself to sit through a three-hour show unless it's like a pay-per-view or a big show.
0: The only shit I'm sitting through for three hours is like Avengers Endgame. I'm not seeing three... Or a pay-per-view. That's it. Send me three hours to watch, you know, like uh, Daniel Daniel Bryan getting his ass by his goon that he was covering for, even though oh like God. he thought I'm not sitting through that for three hours. Like Smack, luckily SmackDown is two hours, but like if that was on on Raw, no, not happening, not doing it. Yeah, um, uh, so
1: a show, you know, we were talking about that the length of shows, and of course, you know, uh, NXT is moving over to. You know the USA Network to go head to head with uh, whatever AEW is going to call their show, but the first two weeks of Why the are we looking at the name on that show? I would think it would have been out by now, but um, I, mean, I would expect the news to break like I would think um, this week. <laughs> you like, know, bro, we're they're, like they're four under a weeks month. out, right? Yeah, we're we're under a month away. So like what the fuck are they doing? Uh, you know, I maybe they're trying to get copyrights. You know, landed on it or something. I don't know, but um. <clears throat> These are look li- these are copyrights, not visas. This should be happening faster. Yeah. Um so NXC, of course, is trying to get the jump on them and they're going to the USA network on September eighteenth. Of course they've got some things in mind for um, you know, the shows as far as like matches and, you know, a couple things and you know that were left over from the last tapings. So they're gonna be live shows, but some news came out, which is really weird. For those two weeks The USA Network will only be showing The first hour live And then people will have to take their asses Over to the WWE Network For the second hour This sounds so inconvenient they bogus right now They're really bogus right now Why? It's, um, like, like, it's, it's like just wait Till October 2nd and, and, and do it with your chest We know well, what you're
0: doing well, I don't even. I, well, the thing is, I don't know like what the the malfunction is on this or the failure on this is on the side of WWE or USA Network because obviously USA Network had to okay the date, the start date, and when they okay the start date, like they also had to realize that oh yeah, like our most successful show that's not WWE is like running in that time slot specifically, so now nah, you don't get that second hour, like it. it like clearly this was all thrown together so fast between the, the negotiations between um FS one and their issues with uh blocking out some of those dates for um for Biggie's basketball and then this like this all hastily done and like USA like they love them some McMahon television, so like of course they said yes and like they loved it so much they're like, Oh my god, we forgot the our second biggest show Look, actually has to be wrapped up first. So they this is just you know, this more
1: is, proof. Uh, if you ever see anyone log onto the internet and say this was the natural progression for NXT and this no. was all planned out and no. they're not doing this for any other reason but themselves, no. they are lying to you or being
0: disingenuous. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, th- the thing is, like, it's not like NXT wasn't there like. And it's not like they haven't put you or NXT on USA before. Like it actually pulled in like 900,000 viewers and close to, or almost somewhere between 900 and a uh, million viewers before, like on, on like a Christmas thing before, like, so clearly this is something they they thought about before, but like, it was just like how they rolled out NXT UK. Like, Oh, like, um, the, uh, the, what was it? What was it? What was the shit They were doing, yeah, the world sport of sports like world of sports come out let's do something to get into the market to compete because we we want every single dollar right and like once once there was a need to counter program or compete like that's when that's when um the stakes raised like it wasn't it was something they were actually like that crazy about doing just yet even though like they had months and months we, and months we, we, of they had they had a year, Rich. Yeah, they didn't have months. They had a year. Like those, that FS or Fox uh, that Fox deal was signed. What, like 12, 14 months ago? Yeah, fifteen months ago. Yeah, like so. There, are, people were talking to them, or people were, were talking about it on the you know Meltzer and whoever else were talking about that stuff for months. Like, yeah, I remember doing one of the conference calls. You know, Triple H does the, the NXT takeover conference call. Like, you know, typically the Wednesday before. Or, or Thursday before going into that Saturday for takeover. And somebody actually asked him about that, he was like, nah, it's something we never really like discussed yet. Now obviously, you know, Triple H could have been could have been bullshitting you, but like put up a public statement of nah, that's something we've never even really like have even gotten in, into real talks about yet. And then now all of a sudden like it's slapdash, here it is two weeks in front two weeks in front of after this show announced, uh Must uh before then it was like, Okay, sure. <laughs> Sure, we, that we, was we always the plan just, to yeah. drop September, even though like all the all of the season stuff more or less is starting in October, like everything else is. Yeah, right. Starting in, in- September. Yeah, in- in- right. Incredible,
1: sure. absolutely incredible. Um.
0: <laughs> Shouldn't even, ma- should even match when would fall lineups uh, in the way they used to. Like this was like five years ago, or whatever else. When like used to have a fall to a fall through summer uh, TV schedule that runs similar to. Um, Like a school year, like a public school year. This would be the like, first week coming up. Generally speaking, probably a couple weeks later, but then, but now it's just changed. Now, everything because of, you know, Netflix and everything else, like shorter seasons. So there's like now, like that's that's different now. And then reality TV doing shorter episodes, spans, all that stuff. It's different now. So, like, it was October. We know it was October. You put it in September. Something was up. Yeah. You look bogus right now. You know um and i and, and look for the record if i was running wwe i do the exact same fucking thing actually if i was wwe this wouldn't happen because i would already got my show on tv i would have gotten that bag for fs from fs1 or whatever else uh to get nxt on tv by now so it is what it is
1: yeah um yeah it, it is really funny um <laughs> but um the um yeah moving on um So, AEW announced their next pay-per-view. Tickets went on sale. I do not believe it's all all the way sold out yet, but it looked on pace to sell out already. Uh, The AEW full-gear pay-per-view, it looks like it's going to be in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, They got three big matches booked, and I presume a fourth will be the Tag Team Championship Final. You'll probably get a women's title defense there as well. Um, Main event for the AEW Championship uh, will be Jericho and Cody. Uh, Of course, we'll have Kenny Omega and Jon Moxley. And the match that got pulled off of All Out. And then Pac versus Paige uh, looked to be the three matches there. So right off rip, I'm liking all three of those matches on paper. Um, and I, I think this is probably going to be another good show uh, to, to look out for. It was, you know, some, uh, you know, stuff that sprung up. Of course, you know, people were upset that, uh, well, yeah, and when, when I say people that are upset, you guys will know exactly who I'm referring to. Uh, with Jericho and Cody being announced, uh, you know, quote unquote, without a story, without you know, doing it in quote unquote, undercutting their TV, and of course, uh, Jericho, you know, will actually be defending the title before this. Will be defending the title on the third show, so we don't know who's getting that shot yet. Uh, did you catch any any of this stuff? And, and what do you think about the card uh, so far, James?
0: Um, so,
1: (laughs) I mean, I feel like anyone with a brain would have figured out Cody was getting the next shot, but apparently not.
0: I mean, like if you have a top five, you can't like the only other person they could have uh, possibly made like to be the first challenger would have been Moxley, but uh, I wouldn't have done that because like you had, you just had the thing right there. So yeah, you still have Moxley versus uh, Omega right there to do. And honestly, like if you, if you ask me, like I, 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 I would main event Moxley versus versus Omega instead of uh, Jericho versus Cody. Cause it's, we know which one's going to be the better match. And we know which one is actually, you know, moreover uh as a matchup. So like, you know, it is what it, what it is with them. Like, um, as far as people that that hated the Cody thing, it's like Cody, you watch these shows, Cody's the most over person on these shows, and if he's not, he's like he's 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 either top two or top three every show he's on as far as being over like look, people in that crowd love that fucking nonsensical match that he just did on uh on last Sunday or last Saturday. I didn't dig it, but they loved it, and look that's that's part of the thing like people are showing up to, people are showing up to go see Cody so. Like he's one of the top guys. And top guys get title shots.
1: Yeah, and, and I think you know people have problems with this. Like as far as you know, he's an EVP and all this dumb shit. Like you know, he's he's Jeff Jarrett. He's you know all this other shit. But he's trying to put the belt on himself. It's like honestly, the promotion is called AEW. Right, and it stands for All Elite Wrestling. Isn't Cody all Elite? I, that's where i was going with this so okay. the, the e stands for elite if if it wasn't for the elite this promotion probably wouldn't exist like if you don't have the young bucks kenny <laughs> cody and, and all these guys it's like there is no aw who do you expect to the, them to to be putting on top are, are you doing uh chris jericho versus frankie
0: gazarian at the next pay-per-view <laughs> Is... <laughs> Are you doing Chris Jericho versus the Jungle Boy already? Hey man, hey man, you rude, bro! Shout out to Frankie K, bro! Shout out to Frankie K. <laughs> Are to you do doing Chris like Jericho versus Jimmy
1: Havoc next month because he won the Cracker Barrel Clash? No, you're not doing that, you
0: imbeciles. So 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 basically, what you just did is you did two things: like you just shouted on idiots, and also you found a way to get the Antonio Brown Mayor thing in by throwing a Cracker Barrel. Good job. That that's that, that's that's that's. That's that's some next level, boy. You are you are damn devil, diabolic. <laughs> you know, like,
1: but, so. <laughs> like what do people expect? Like, do these people not expect? Like, do they didn't know how big of stars these guys made themselves? Like, they made themselves crossover stars without national television, without any type of whatever. Like, like we've never seen an entity like the elite outside of WWE that is not in a major promotion like that in America. Right. That were moving tickets, getting crossing over, and getting in hot topic. They they had all this shit going. Like <laughs> yeah, my thing is this, right?
0: And, and they're move. supposed to turn around and push someone else. My, my thing what? is this, right? If you get beyond the all elite thing, it's like who are your top guys in the company? Who are your most over people? Right. One of them is Cody. Okay, so then he can get a title <laughs> shot. Oh, and also like. He's he's undefeated in like we're so far there are only a few people that are undefeated in singles matches. He's one of them. So this person undefeated, this person is super over. Uh this person more or less is the heart of the sh- uh, the heart of the of the company as far as uh, of the promotion so far, as far as the emotional uh attachment to the product and he's speechman for the company. Right, it's like it may like look I understand he's also an EVP or whatever else. I get that. Like I understand the politics at play and all that sort of thing. But like he—he's one. Of, he's the most over guy right now, and like it is what it is. And also like no one's saying he's going to win the title. And even if he did, who gives a shit? Like he's one of the most over guys in the company. Like. We talk about this with any other company. Do we, you like them to go the the ring of auto route? Where okay, you have the most over guys in the company, and you don't push them. Jeff Cobb loses seven minutes. to Matt Taven, uh, Bandito loses lose loses US. I'm sorry, not a US. The TV title to Shane Taylor. That, that's what you want to do. Oh, Flip Gordon, we'll make you uh, we'll make you the second in command to to Villain Enterprises. Marty, you're the most over guy in the company for like ever since uh, everybody else left. All right, here, here how about this for you? You'll never win the title, and then we'll give you a, will make a, uh, a, a, we'll a stable a for you, and then you just we'll give you these trio titles that mean fucking nothing except for the fact that you have them. Like, you want to do what Ring is doing? Because I can tell you right now, that ain't the way.
1: <laughs> we'll get to that later, but um...
0: <laughs> to quote the eye, that is not the Harris way.
1: Yes. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, just some of the some of the talk is just. Uh and I believe it's Joe Lance that or it, it may have been Joe or Rich said AW is is the most hyper like like everything about it is analyzed. And yeah. like literally like people are going to the lighting on the shows to, to how
0: it's shot. Like it's it's insane, right? Well to be fair but well, to be fair, like as far as the way it's shot, I mean, are you talking about like camera direction? Are you talking about the way it's shot? I don't know just like just general because look they can't look their, look, cause look their their camera direction stinks and their and like their cameramen they also miss like every third fucking dive too so like I mean I I have critiques as well and I mean you look at the show we did with with Chad last week there are plenty of legitimate critiques to be had about AEW. but like they're doing more things right than wrong so like people in usual and common it, sense I'm, I'm saying, like, look, this isn't WWE where they burn you a bunch. It's just like these are butthurt WWE fans that are upset about being picked on. And they identify with WWE, and that's fine. Like, look, I love WWE too. I wish they were better. That's that's all I hope for. I hope that they do better. And I and I do appreciate the fact that they are, have done better than they, what they were doing. Um, like, let's say when Jinder was champion, or, or like the 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 end of last year. And I, we talk about that all the time. But it's like it's okay to like be able to. Get outside of your fucking feelings and be like, all right, like let's let's look at some things and think about like what are they doing well, what are they not doing well, what could they do better, Um, and like you can do that all with AEWs like you do that with WWE if you want to. But if you want to keep score like that, AEW has is doing slight is doing better in WWE so far right now. It's fine. Like they don't have the history of all and all the biases of them doing Vince doing all the fuck shit over decades. They're have a fresh slate. Like if you so like that's it's a little it's a little easier for them right now. Like now once time gets on them and they're on TV, then we'll start seeing. Like that's when the rover is roll. That's when we'll see if they'll actually like build a real live women's division. Like if they'll make sense of <clears throat> uh, of uh, the librarian shit or they just drop it or whatever else or however they handle like someone like Lucia Source whatever. We'll see.
1: Right. Um one thing I would like in AEW is a trio's division. With a belt, <laughs> um you know I, I ran a Twitter poll um over the weekend, got over a hundred votes on it, so thank you guys for for voting. Um, what belt would people rather a trio's belt or a TV belt? So the TV belt got the win fifty nine percent to forty one, and I am here to tell all of you fifty nine percent why you are categorically wrong and we should be moving towards the trios championships. In AEW. Okay, state your case. So, in America, and around the world for, you know, that matter, there's only one place that has, you know, a history of, like, solid trio stuff, right? And that's in Mexico. Mm Mm-hmm. You look at New Japan; they're never uh, six man open weight belts. Like they might as well like lose them belts, like Chris Jericho did. Like just 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 leave them in the middle of Rapungi and and, you know do whatever. (coughs) I for for AW I'm looking at is how can they be different? How can they do something WWE is not doing? How how can they do something New Japan is not doing well? That Mm -hmm. would be build a real live important trios division they already have the the people in place. And, you know, I, I kind of mentioned this on Twitter. There's a, a lot of different alliances that have been formed that are like hinting at it's right under our nose. It, it's sitting there the, the second they want to do it. Uh um, right. they had orange Cassidy hook up with the best friends. They had, um, you know, SCU, they have Jurassic express. They have the elite. They have Jericho teaming up with two people. We don't know who they are yet. Uh, Santana and Ortiz just came in. You can easily link them with someone. Um, and you know you've got other various heels on on the thing. You can you can put Pac with 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 uh or or Ortiz or something like that. Uh, of course, you got Owe hanging around. Um, right, the Strong Hearts, yeah. right, Strong Hearts, and then you know you you can give uh, Spears or Darby Allen, you know, somebody like that different things and make that like, you can get more people on the show You can protect singles matches. You can do a, a real thing that's unique to North America. And for me, a TV title would just be like so, an idea that's already been seen. It's inherently less important than the world title match rather than being different. Like, and that's what, what the, what I think the main draw of the trio's division would be, it would be it's different than the tag team division. It's different than the world title division, and you can fit a lot of people in it, especially if you're looking at these AEW pay-per-views to where we they've got a lot of talent, and but they're not going to be able to get everyone on every card, especially every four months. So putting six guys there and actually you know doing something with a six-man thing that's really important and treat it that way. And, and gotcha. if it's one thing that AEW's done already, it's like, all right. You know, well, like the stuff they want to be important usually is. You know, aside from like Adam Page, like in his build up, <laughs> but you know, he, like they present it well. They make you feel like, hey, this is a big deal. This is you know right. whatever. Right. I think the trios division would just be very unique, and then you can always you know put guys there and save matchups that you actually want to draw
0: with. Okay, so. Uh... I don't. I don't really have a. If you ask me, what uh, I rather I prefer that they do neither. <laughs> honestly, um, but I, I, I'm I'm afraid that if you do, if they do a trio's belt, it's only a matter of time before they like cave in and do a mid car belt anyway. So it's like, all right, so they're, gonna have, so they're gonna have, they're gonna end up fucking around and having too many belts, just like everybody, everybody else in the world has too many damn belts, and I, I, I'd rather them not do that. So for me. Like, like the faction warfare stuff with the stable warfare, or whatever else, but like in basically having like their own versions of shield matches, like that'd be cool, and have title stakes amongst it with all the people you mentioned with with great, or, uh, with Strong Hearts, and SEU, and um, and the Elite. That'd be awesome. Um, but like I watch trios wrestling like every single week on Stardom, and like it's good, but. I'm afraid that like they're gonna only have so many factions that to where it's like it's not an actual division, it's just faction warfare. And if it's just faction warfare, then why do you need a belt to begin with? As opposed to there's gonna be so many like uh MJFs, Adam Page's, uh Jungle Boys, Darby Allen's, Janellas, Havocs, that like I don't know. Maybe like you showcase somebody and let it turn it into your legitimate like workhorse belt, and and like that person's went out there and killed it for a month. And after they lose, they move up to the main. They move up to the main, or they move up to a being a contender for the title after that. Like, so are you
1: talking about more world's title matches on TV, possibly? Because like you
0: know, no, no, no. I mean, like if you do like if that's if they turn the U.S. belt into if they if they were in theory to use the U.S. belt as their mid-car belt, as opposed to they're gonna have a U.S. belt or some intercontinental belt or whatever, TV whatever. Belt. Like they use it as their actual secondary belt. That could be like that could be in theory what like we all as kids grew up thinking in the '90s about like what the intercontinental belt was. Were like you were a workhorse. You went out there and like you kind of proved that you were worthy of moving up the ladder into the main event scene or or the championship title picture. Like that could be a thing. Um, and have merit to it because that dude went out there every single television show and busted their ass as opposed to and i feel like that might be able to uh, be a better way to spotlight and highlight somebody's growth um as a star as opposed to like we're just going to have we ha- we're going to have like the most loaded tag division maybe ever um on tv and then we're also like going to like sometimes shuffle them off and put them in three uh in in three ways and it's like most of those will be about like the feud more than the belt anyway. So it's like I don't, I, I'm I'm confused. I'm weird on the draw. Like maybe they, maybe there's. I'm sure there's a different way to do it than how like let's say Stardom does or whatever. But that's my only real familiarity with the trio titles mm-hmm. aside of like uh, Best in the World 2018 with Flip Gordon like with that shit they did at, uh, at Ring Honor. So like that's kind of I'm I'm kind of not really in love with trios. Like I think it's cool as um, but I don't. I'm not really thinking that's something that like I can you know will be something that's as creative or as useful or much of a benefit i mean it's something to do but i mean what it is, you know it is what it is like they can go either but like if you ask me like one the other or none i'd, I'd probably go with none <laughs>
1: well that's right.
0: no fun um I, 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 you're right it is no fun but it's like i don't i don't i just don't want to be too many titles you know what i'm saying like that's it like if if you have a roster and you keep like dividing it up and having them separate more and more and more, as like it leaves you. It gives you as a booker or bookers, who they're the EVPs, like this that, that leaves you with like less, um, less variety of things to choose from on how to build people or or, or options. Gotcha, um, yeah. yeah so let's go. No fun.
1: Yeah, no fun. No the no fun James boy the the Sam Mushnick, um, <laughs> you know influence. <laughs>
0: You know that is fair. Everyone's stone faced. That's fair. I do tend to think quite you know conservatively when it comes to like don't fuck like don't fuck it up. Like all I'm saying is like don't fuck it up. That's just all I'm. I'm just booking to not fuck it up. That's all I'm doing.
1: so uh we've got another topic but it actually kind of goes with um one of the questions so we'll we'll work that in and i'm sure you guys uh are listening to the show you guys know if you follow me on twitter what happened this week so we will be talking about mr bully ray a little bit later so uh first question comes from ricky though from the ricky and clive wrestling show what's up ricky um you know I, I, and I and Ricky like uh, has been you know badgering James for the uh I guess something what what something happened with you guys fantasy draft and Matt Ryan what what, what
0: happened there Okay so like uh, no one cares about the people fantasy team, so i will make it real quick Um we were in a $200 fantasy football league there were 16 players um per each team so um I spent my money on running backs and receivers like you probably should or whatever else um so i ended up buying uh i ended up uh, acquiring uh saquon barkley i also acquired uh zekiel elliott so like by me spending basically hundred dollars on both of them i was like left cash track so i was like or cash strap so i waited um, on quarterbacks, you know, like quarterbacks, unless they can run now these days, like they're not that valuable. So like the people that go first are now are like Deshaun Watson's and, um, and, and Cam Newton's and, uh and Mahomes or whatever. And then like, you have like, you know, pocket passers are probably going to MVP anyway, like Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers, uh, Brady, those guys kind of still, those guys are like the second tier guys now, third tier mm. guys. So, uh, I ended up in a situation where like I could have uh I spent my money because I'm trying to compete, obviously. And <laughs> Matt Ryan was still available for one dollar. So it was my time to bid for to to send, you know, to auction or send a player out for auction. Um I had like three dollars left at that time. I'll spend one dollar on uh on Matt Ryan. The timer goes all the way down. And then all of a sudden, last second, it got to, like, one or two seconds, and all of a sudden, he put in $2, and I, I had no more money. So I was
1: drunk. i quarterback,
0: furious, So, oh, oh, quarterback. Yeah. So, or, or, or it was, Or it was something like he spent $3. there's $3, I had like a couple bucks left. So basically, I bid me when I had very little money. And wow. he ended up getting Matt Ryan. So I was like, you asshole. Like, and he already had a quarterback. He already had a certain quarterback. He has to pick up a backup. I was like, you asshole. Like... <laughs> All right, you got me. So then he started talking about like, you know, I'll trade you. I'll trade you. Uh, so he started doing the, the Richelotta where you do absurd trades. So he offered me uh, a post trade of Matt Ryan for Saquon Barkley, and then I promptly told him to go fuck himself. Got so okay. that, that's yeah. That that's the story. So and then Matt Ryan went out there and was fucking trash this week. <laughs> so who really won? <laughs> And I so I so I end up settling for I end up settling for Tom Brady for one dollar instead, yeah. and uh, Tom Brady is about to go get Antonio Brown. He's <laughs> also on my team. So who really won? <laughs> you tell me who really won. <laughs> and I got and I got Gronk for a dollar in case oh. Gronk wants on unretire for your boy come playoff time.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Um. So Ricky asks, do you expect Tony Storm to be on NXT America? Uh, Full time comes September eighteenth.
0: Come September, 18th. Come, come Sept- mm, I imagine I, I obviously see her doing that um, eventually because uh, the word is right now is that NXTU cares they have to go to NXT first before they can move to the main roster. It can't just be Pete done like you were the most consistent performer in WWE the last eighteen months. Just go to the main roster. It's you gotta you know transition. Um, so. You know, if that's the case, and she just lost the belt to uh, Kaylee Ray, there's really not much more for her to do right now. I mean, and then you look at uh, what the women's division is in NXT. Like with, they have an overabundance of heels. They can use a baby face to come in, um, an extra baby face to come in and and help out with trying to even the load up and also freshen up the matchups because like Bianca's not really doing anything. Like she has a, a number one contenders match um, for I think the first episode of uh, of. NXT on USA, but outside of that, she's kind of been not really doing anything since uh, they used her to put over Mia to get her ready for um, TakeOver Toronto 2.
1: I, what I think is going to end up happening is, you know, they're going to crown that number one contender on the 18th, do the title match uh, the October 2nd, and then I think Shayna retains, and then Tony Storm will debut by walking out after on the October 2nd show uh, in NXT. So... Um, about time. Uh, she probably should be on the main roster being a star, but whatever. Probably.
0: Um. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Man. Look, I mean, I don't know how much, I don't know what the situation is, but like, if look, they brought in Lacey, they brought up Lacey Evans and put her in the title and immediately put her in the title, uh, picture. Like, Sorry, like Lacey Evans, like she, she I, I'm not, I'm not writing her off as far as saying she's worthless because she obviously, obviously brings like a physicality and a look to the table, and like she's not afraid, like her physicality is something that like translates, but she's green as grass, and she ain't ready yet. Like Tony Storm is one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. Like she's proved it over to, she, I mean, she's proved it over. Running through stardom, she's proved it. You know, it's like she's proved it uh, in progress and everywhere else. Like she's proved it in two on classics. Like now would be the fucking time, just like it would have been a year ago, or you know, even before then. Like,
1: yeah. Um, so next question comes from Guy Elijah Simmons. What's up, Guy? He says, should Austin or the Undertaker put Wyatt over on Monday or Tuesday? Uh, so every time Bray Wyatt has been appearing, he's been. Beating on a legend, he's beat up Mick Foley, beat up Jerry Lawler. Uh, so out of Austin and Taker, who, who should it be?
0: Okay, so I would say if if I had to pick somebody, if I had to, I say you take out. I say he goes on, takes out Undertaker, um, and then you set towards a match. Again, a match at you know Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, and then they have a match, and then Br- and then Bray beats him and retires him. Yeah, yeah. Um, or or he goes away for a long time.
1: Yeah, right? I, I would think. Like for me, I don't need to see the Undertaker WrestleMania anymore. But
0: um, I'm saying if I had to choose one, like I do it like, at the Royal okay, Rumble. I don't like <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he's gonna, like Austin's gonna Austin's gonna show up and then get choked out for for the Bray Wyatt of all people. Fuck no. Yeah. That man left. That man left because he didn't want to put over Brock, Brock Lesnar for no reason. He, he's he's going to put over Bray Wyatt. So, I
1: think Bray Wyatt is going to end up getting the Universal Title because he's getting that title match at Hell in a Cell. If right. you want to go ahead and really get him hot, I think you do it to Austin. Um, I and I think the the Fiend thing people were really into it. It seems like it's way hotter than Seth Rollins. I'm putting the Universal Title on Bray Wyatt. I mean, it's not like he, he's, like, just some foreign guy, like, that is, like, like, and by, by foreign, I mean, like, he's not a guy with, like, no type of history, like, of being someone in the company, right? It's not like they're strapping up, like, Jinder Mahal in five weeks or something. Right, it's, guy, a former, it's a former
0: yeah. WWE champion. Yeah,
1: you can immediately flip that title to Wyatt and, and make it interesting with The Fiend and the red belt with the aesthetic and all that. But Put see, it on this- him and and, and i think i think it's interesting i think it's you know i I think why it's like he was he looked really good at SummerSlam. people lost their shit uh and that doesn't need to be seen every week uh leading up to it you can wait you can have him do what he does to either austin the undertaker and then say i'm waiting for the winner at hell in a cell and yeah i think that's a that's the direction my my pick would be austin so all you got to do is take a mandible claw. So, uh, it ain't like he got to take a bump or nothing. So, <laughs> um, next, uh, question, uh, Dan, he says, how would you fix ring of honor? I'm glad you asked Dan. Jesus. First, I would close the doors. Um, that was
0: like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you dumb as hell. <laughs> so, uh, ring of honor. Uh, funny story so on twitter this week um it it, it was uh you know I, I woke up in the morning and i was uh you know scrolling through the wrestling timeline and just thinking about it. and i saw something about ring of honor just like struggling uh for tickets which i i ended up seeing on uh, saturday night it looked bad y'all and i was like man Why doesn't anyone ever call on the Busted Open Radio and ask Bully Ray why he ran ROH into the ground? Why do I do it like that? I I just tweeted a question out to my followers, and I'm not going to at Bully Ray because that that, that seems kind of early to uh, harass someone uh, with some type of question like that. That, That's kind of a heavy question that that if, you know, you were to at someone, I don't think that's a nice way to begin someone's day. But Mr. Bully Ray um, shows up... (laughs) And replies by vanity searching himself. Uh, and he tells me, uh, I'm looking for the exact tweet right now. I don't want to, uh, you know, get, get his words uh, mi- mixed up here. So I basically ask, you know, why, you know, no one calls in for him. He asks, uh, hold on. He didn't delete it, did he? He might have deleted it really he might have deleted it no way anyway I think I've got screenshots anyway so I can find it really quick okay no I got it Uh, he says then why don't you call in and ask he did delete it though Um, I I happen to get it you know he said why don't you call in and ask and then I can tell you to stop reading dirt sheets because they are rotting your brain coward so can I or do you want to go you, you, I mean, you you can start first, and I'll you know I'll let people know what I did here.
0: Okay, so you want me to call in, so you can like yell at me or or whatever you want to do, or, or run or basically clown on me while you have the you can hang up on me, you can cut out my mic, you can do whatever you want to. That that's one, right? Like yeah. he thinks that like because he's a worker, no one else else thinks it, 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 thinks beyond one level. Okay, so that's one. two. Let's say you didn't read dirt sheets. <laughs> Let's say you didn't read dirt sheets. Let's say you were someone that attended a Ring of Honor show in Mad Square Garden. Yeah. That was a that was that was split between that was called the G1 Supercard. It was split between split between Ring of Honor and New Japan. And everything New Japan did was great or at, at the very least very good. And everything Ring of Honor did aside from Some of their uh, wrestlers wrestling in um, the cruiserweight match was fair to mediocre, right? So uh, you see that, and then from that moment, you get the attendance numbers, or you watch your pay per views and you see that they're over, they're like a quarter or three thirds empty all the fucking time. When you say, "Wait a second, so they were at a certain level where they were able to, you know, partner with a company and sell out Mad Square Garden, the mecca, if you will, and then after that, immediately take a nose dive in attendance.
1: Man, it's, it's almost y- like these things. When are... you say,
0: "When you say that," like they're doing a bad job objectively speaking not about like this person even even if somebody was doing something you liked and the attendance dropped off to this extent you would say yo it's not happening right now either they have no stars or they've made no stars or no one or no one wants to watch your shit and no one can stop the bleeding yeah or yeah like it's it's been months since that show like they have talented people just like almost every other major um, uh, American wrestling company does have, they have a, a number of people that have star potential. They have not gotten anyone ready or, or getting gotten anyone to that point. Like, so it is what it is. Um, and, and as far as the coward thing is like, okay, so uh, typically speaking, right? When you talk shit to someone or say something disparaging to someone, and you don't say it to their face, they call you a coward. So, if you had actually called in, and you went back and forth with him, <laughs> he would still say, you wouldn't say it to my face, You're because you have the distance of a telephone and technology to protect you, he would still call you a coward. Like, roll the fuck up. Like, yeah. that's, not, that's not gonna work, bro. That's and man, not
1: gonna work. And, 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 and I live by the, the, the mindset, like, do not bark up that tree, that tree will fall on you. And I am the tree. Um, <laughs> when it comes to this online shit or whatever, right? So Bully Ray brings his ass into the mentions and do not come for me unless I send for you. That, it, like, I didn't at you. I didn't do anything. So since he showed up on my, you know, doorstep, I essentially had to t- take him out to the woodshed. So uh, I responded. I said, one, I'm not calling in to give you content. As James mentioned, we get nothing out of it here on One Nation Radio. I get nothing out of it. It's nothing but a segment uh for you to clown, to cut up, to try to embarrass me, whatever. Two, I said, I was at the Garden like you were. Y'all got washed up to the point where your ticket maps have more blue on it than the Boise State football field, which I think was a clever metaphor, if I must say. um Then third, I let him know, ROH is in trouble whether I talked to you or not and laughed in his face. <sighs> and... It was, it was just amazing. I got, of course, some of the, uh, the busted open radio dumbasses trying to jump in the mentions, swatted them down. Um, <laughs> there was a, there was one gentleman that, uh, echoed the coward sentiment, uh, a bully Ray. I told him to argue with the ticket map, of uh, that, for, <laughs> for, <laughs> and then that, that was a good one as well. Um. I don't think there is an answer for ROH right now, Dan. Either you got to be big or be little. And ROH is in that weird spot to where they, couldn't, they They had a chance to be big. They didn't want to. There's only so much money that they're going to put into this uh, promotion. Like, Sinclair's demonstrated this over and over again. They are who they are, and I think they are going to be the landing spot for, <laughs> for the people that AEW and WWE and NXT don't want,
0: which is, like, very few people. But at this point, at yep. this point, being you're trying to make sure to like and you're trying to put out all fires, yeah, that you know, like, yeah, like there will be very few spots for that, yeah, you're right.
1: And by the time a lot of these people that do have talent, like in ways, like a Bandito or uh, even a Matt Taven, for example,
0: um, you know, who's talented on some level, right? Right, um, they clearly and- see something in them, like, no one, like, they're not, they're not here, they're not out here signing bums. And, like, these people aren't out here having bad matches. They're the people that have no juice, for yeah. the most part, uh, and also being booked poorly.
1: And, and by the time all these people get to free agency, what do you think is going to happen? Like do, you, like, do you expect WWE and AEW not to have contracts ready for Marty Scroll? like, hey, what you want? Like, do you right. think Bandito's going to be just, you know, wondering, whoa, what, what, you know, he's going to be twiddling his thumbs, like, ready to resign with you? No, he's about to get these offers. So, and it looks right. like everyone's going to be headed out, like, <laughs> from what it feels like, right? Uh, so, Bully Ray. Book a competent women's division.
0: Start- no, no 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 that's too big of a jump. It's too big of a jump. Right. <laughs> too big of a jump. Too big of a jump. It's too big of a jump. With your connection to stardom and the women you have available. Book a mediocre division.
1: Yes. 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 And
0: then worry about booking one that's competent.
1: Yeah. Um you know, try try to fill in that ticket map. Um, stop putting yourself in feuds because no one wants to see you anymore.
0: No, no, um. no. He, put himself in, he didn't put himself in feuds, but he has to get people over. He didn't get flip over. He kept, flipping, he kept whooping flips ass over and over and over and over and over even though that dude is, is you know, can do pre- pretty much anything in the ring and all he is is just green and he's more, more ring time and they just beat his ass, beat his ass, beat his ass, beat his ass and it's a dude that just literally got retired. They showed that he got retired by, uh, more or less, by WWE. I put him in the Hall of Fame. And he shows up and he just dominates and run, runs, runs roughshod over foot for six months to a year. It's like, gee, I wonder why they didn't get gotten over it. He couldn't beat up a guy that WWE has, that the, the big leagues has considered washed. You know? Because I get real heat. All right.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know. Like, that shit, that shit, um, look. Step your rap game up. He did. He rap. did a lot of shit
0: in the '90s <laughs> that I'm that I you know I I've seen some. I think is some of the stuff he did was disgusting. Where for the, what he did, uh, but I'm looking at it from, from my perspective and being in 2000, you know, being my being now with the benefit of hindsight. But flat out, him and ring honor, he ain't got a soul over. Not not with him working matches. No, now he hasn't gotten a soul over ring honor, and that's part of your job, right?
1: yeah um so you got a lot of things to do before you hop in my mentions about ring of honor sir um <laughs> so yeah man it, yeah I, I I had a fun day about four days ago uh handling him and you know several other folks so uh you know
0: oh, yeah. I just but, wonder it, oh, oh, oh. and also the, the shit when people were talking to you because I saw it, it was uh, the the part about well he did lose the elite what the fuck's that mean? I mean, like that's no no, that's true. That's fair, right? That's true and that's fair. Marty Scrolls is there. When, he, Marty Scrolls could there. It's still there. What happened? What's what's the excuse for that one?
1: Yeah. Oh, I ain't okay. got nothing on that. All right. Um, you know, I I just hope that Bully Ray can can bear the responsibility of selling like 200 tickets to a show uh in a particular <laughs> to be, weekend. To,
0: to be fair, that show that you that you uh showed me recently, it looked like about 300 people. Okay, it's you still so- it's still way below what it should be, but it, it looks like about 50 So,
1: so, so work on getting back to 500 first, bully. Um, you know, you know, work on yeah. not bringing fans in
0: the back. Work, work on trying to be, work on being able uh, to outdraw stardom. <laughs> Stardom is a Stardom is a women's promotion that has to deal with sexism. It has to deal with the fact it is is a, a, a smaller uh, pop marketplace to try to push for because there's like what sixty million people in, in uh, Japan as opposed to three hundred million people in America, like and somehow without fail every single show they they they, they, they do more especially the pay per views. Kirken at uh for, for Stardom they are doing anywhere from like nine or high 800s to a thousand people every Kurgan show they do what was that pay-per-view that, that uh that ring Otter did that uh, that did 1, uh they did a thousand was it my square garden
1: they just had that summer showdown pay-per-view but
0: uh i don't Yeah, i didn't do that didn't know they a thousand i did less i probably did less than uh best in the world did
1: yeah yeah it's it's really bad for them uh y'all so yeah Um, you know, yeah, yeah. Work on that stuff. Uh, and, and then you can come. Oh, you
0: know what makes it funnier is they have access to stardom talent.
1: Incredible. So the next time Mr. Bully Ray wants to talk to me, he can do it right here on one nation radio, not on busted open, not with Mark Henry, not with Dave LaGreca, uh, you know, you know, telling you how much of a genius you are. You will get none of that, sir. You will come on One Nation Radio and get served. So consider the invite, uh, you know, had there. So anytime you want to bring it over here, I'm ready for you. So, um, yeah, Dan. As far as fixing Ring of Honor, good lord, that's a lot to fix. So, <laughs> like,
0: like, the, yeah, like, how to fix Ring of Honor is how about you book to what your fan base wants to see. The like that's a, that's the simplest most broad term I could I can do it like they're trying to book for 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 a audience that doesn't exist that they don't have and will never come and will never come back. You need to book for people you have and hopefully like that grows the numbers.
1: This is not Brian Danielson's Ring of Honor. This is not CM Punk's Ring of Honor. This is not Tyler Black's Ring of Honor. This is not Nigel McGuinness's Ring of Honor. This is not and Austin Aries' Ring of Honor.
0: People is- are coming to see the work rate. People are not coming to see you get heat.
1: Yeah. Um, Straight
0: up. Like, we look at WWE's number, dude. A lot of people are coming to see them get fucking heat. <laughs> people want to see good matches, compelling stories, and stars. It's that simple. It's like, that's, that's, that is literally like universal across like all over Russian wrestling. Stop losing sight of this. Stop trying to be outsmart yourself by saying, you know, you know, people don't want to see uh, high intensity. A high a high impact offense. People like you know, people don't want to see a Pele star. People don't want to see stars either. Like no motherfucker, get those three things done and people will come. It's not that fucking hard. Yeah, um, it's it's hard as far as trying to do that sort of stuff. But like as far as the blueprint, the blueprint is fucking simple. Bricks yeah. and mortar, motherfucker.
1: Yeah, like like, like literally, there's like a hundred years of pro wrestling history telling you and showing you what works. Try some of that. Fuck. <laughs> um. So, Jeremy says, uh, how would you seed all the teams for the AEW Tag Team Title Tournament? This is kind of difficult because I don't know how many teams are in the tournament. I presume it's a seven-team tournament, maybe, because one person has a bye, you know, Uh, or like Dark Order has a bye, so there has to be, like, is, is that a bye to the semifinals? So, I'm not sure I know the Bucks and Private Party are there in one match. Um I I'm not really sure on this one Jeremy. I'll have to like I'll have to uh you know write down the teams uh or 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 figure that out and see what they got cuz you know of course we got best friends. We've got um the
0: bucks. You had so many tag teams. Yeah, private party. We've
1: got Santana Ortiz, uh Lucha Brothers. That's five right there. So <laughs> um I, I would I would do another big match on the first round. Uh you can do best friends in um in LAX for, you know, or San and Ortiz, uh to give them a win. I I I'm really conflicted on who should win here. I'm still thinking oh. the Bucks should win the tag team tournament here, but
0: um well one if you're talking about seeding, like I'm assuming one of the seeds in the first round has to be um private party versus uh, Evans and helico, right?
1: No, nah, Private Party and the Bucks are facing each other in the first round.
0: OK, so what is the, what was the whole part about them turning heel on, uh, on on party then at the last show? Like, how are they going to get to that? They have to pay that off or you or Let me phrase it. A good show would pay that off.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know. Like, maybe it's a situation where, you know, they end up facing each other later on. But, yeah, I, I, you know, so uh, I, I'm not really sure about that one, Jeremy. So <laughs> we'll have to see what they do. Uh, Nicholas Guerrero has a question. He said, uh, "With Smiley Kylie Kylie Ray having to retire, who do you think will be the big women's babyface in AEW going forward?"
0: Um, right now, if you had to ask me, I'd probably say it's Britt. Right? Like that's Brit what I would go- think. Sorry, that's what I would think. I mean, like it seemed like they were pushing her as like they didn't know what they were going to do with her yet. But now that Kylie's out the picture, in like. Uh, there's clearly something that they're headed towards with her and b like it seems like she's going to be positioned to be the top derby face like i mean in f- i mean for the the title match is going to be reho you know fighting for her life against a monster but um uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how much. I don't know how far they can go in with the Joshi stuff. If one, they're not actually going to do Joshi in the way that like would actually get over to his best uh, uh, at, at an optimal level. And also, like, if they're not going to figure out a way to get them to you get them to like buy into them emotionally as opposed to just the aesthetic. Um, outside of oh my god, like these this person is, is like you know is so desperate to win in the ring. Like they have to get beyond just that. Like you have to find a way to to. to um reach a larger audience in a way that like we wish that you know they would handle it better with like Asuka or Kyrie Sane on the main roster.
1: Yeah. Uh it looks like it's gonna be Brit. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if it was um <sighs> I don't know, man. Yeah, it's looking like Brit. Like 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 pretty well, handily. Yeah
0: yeah and like another thing is we gotta we gotta we kind of gotta see what the roster actually is as opposed to like we saw that battle roll so like we saw names we don't know who's actually for sure yeah, signed is and who's, who's just on a deal there for do you know who's there for a date like i think you know i think you know they need to they need to like kind of like get that rolled out like in the next coming weeks spe- but well you know first you need to find a name for the fucking show and then after that like, they need to find, figure out like. All right, who do we actually have here, and how do we like let the people know that so they can like now try to you know get interested I, in, I in our product? I, I would definitely be to trying to
1: bring in Mercedes Martinez, lock her up quick. Um, I think you also uh, you're going to want to look at Tenille Dashwood if that's a, an option. Yep. Um, and you know, whenever Tessa's deal comes up, I think you th- you make her say no. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you, you throw a bag at Tessa Blanchard uh, to come on in. Um, let's see, and we got another question here. As I will stall, 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 stall. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, thank you guys for listening to the show uh, as often as you do. The numbers looking awesome um you know i clicked out of my questions menu here so i'm just oh, you fucked up filibustering <laughs> here
0: uh you know before you know you know good you know good thing this is live tv and not something or live radio and not something you can just pause and come back and find right yeah, you, you, know. just, you just want to fill the air yeah, all right fill cool
1: the air uh, you know save save a little bit on the editing i can just you know chop save this, this, on the this editing, you know like quick
0: drag cut <laughs> Or <laughs> uh, click, drag, delete, and then press pl- and then press record and play again. Right. Uh,
1: so the next question um, uh, out from, oh, and I wanted to mention something quick about the Kylie Ray thing. Um, something, something's up. No one wants to say anything. Um, it's really weird the way Tony Khan took that question and i don't know i never wh- heard i never heard the question okay so like when sean Rossat sat basically asked like hey what's up with Kylie ray and he was like you know there was a release it was amicable and he just looked very uncomfortable when he was saying it whatever this is the story eventually will be out one day and if it's a story that needs to be told i think people should tell it and report on it i'm not here for this you know this this weird overprotection of Kylie Gray that's going on in some circles um you know it, with due respect to her privacy or anything like that it because you know hearing about that line you know from the company and everything like that is like i don't know man it, it it that that kind of language makes the mind go a lot of ways so if there was some type of like health malpractice if there was something else you know that that went on or anything like that we're waiting. Like uh, I don't know what happened. Maybe it's an injury. Maybe it's like she decided she didn't want to be there. Whatever happened, she's not there anymore. Uh, but it looked really funny uh, I, when, when uh, Tony Khan was asked about it. So, um, so last question from Alistair Gray he says: Do titles mean anything anymore? <sighs>
0: Depends on what sh- depends on where you're talking,
1: yeah. Depends on exactly uh, what James said. I think it depends on you know where you know what promotion you're talking about because if you're talking about the IWGP title, that means something. Um,
0: <laughs> if, right, if like you- if you're talking about the IWGP title, that matters, like the cruiserweight title the IWGP cruiserweight title, that matters, the stardom white belt matters, yeah. right? Like it, it, it truly depends, like the NXT championship matters uh the the nxt women's championship matters the nxt tag team titles matter like it it it, you know like it It matters it depends on what we're, what we're really talking about absolutely um so i don't know i don't know what he where he was getting at or if he was this was leading questions that as general ask but like honestly it comes down to the promotion and how well they protect the titles
1: because titles always have a chance to mean something uh, right. like throughout the history of pro wrestling, I would say like titles have been used as, you know, ways to get people in the building. People, you know, have wrestlers that are working towards a goal that you want to see them finally get this thing. And it's like a mark of achievement. Um, and I think there are a lot of cases where the titles, what, what goes wrong with them is they, they cut out why, they stop telling you why the title is important. They, they get away from the history of the title because of whatever relationships. Uh, one thing New Japan does that I just adore, and I hope, you know, AEW steals uh, – actually, I hope every promotion steals is – you know a video every time there's a championship match of of the championship they show all the past champions uh and you know i know in every case that's every you know case that isn't always possible but like have like a couple different options of videos you can play um during you know whatever like say if you grab 10 former wwe champions before the wwe title match something like that i think that would you know add a lot be like hey this is the same belt that such and such had this is the same thing like like you you remember that don't you you remember those legend legendary champions those good times these guys well that's going on now and i think it's a reluctance to embrace history uh because you know even though you know in wwe's case they control the history but they control the history like it's like they know the history like there's only certain ways they want to frame their history i feel like and
0: yeah absolutely they're they're <sighs> Vince is so one because like people they're petty and things run af- people run afoul of them or they do things that that um that other people just are not gonna just like take standing and, or take laying down and like they just decide like it or there's a business relationship that's not going the way that they want so then they just pretend like you don't exist for the reason and like. I don't really see the long-term benefit of it at times, but you know, it is what it is. Um, if you don't want to give somebody shine is like, all right, just, you know, not mention them or, or downplay it, but like to pretend like a am here, can't go to wiki page yeah. and, and see what's there. Like, Okay. Like, imagine them like, playing yeah, I mean,
1: the WWE video and then like CM Punk being in it. Like obviously he's being supposed to be in it, right? Like I feel like WWE would like try to edit him out or something like that. Like just just so they didn't ha- won't have to have the picture pop up and see the fans react. And it's like something they run from. Like it's I don't know, man. I I think yeah, I mean it's also factors. a thing because like
0: they they have been in over being into over the last uh, well, let's say t- roughly twenty years that, like they are a heel promotion like they do stuff they, they they do stuff that is not necessary just to benefit whatever makes them feel good at certain points and, and not for and is never and it, it's usually never for the benefit of their actual fan base like it's never like something that makes you feel good about about the company and what's going on between like your relationship with their, for, their former stars and or whatever else so it was like you keep doing that and it's like all right like think about think about what happened with with where we were with all the heat in the end of the last year, where like they just basically, like, yeah, Becky, Seth, Kofi, they're all winning at WrestleMania because AEW is coming and we don't want to be seen as, and you know and we don't want to be seen as the bad guy in, in front of PR. It's like, motherfucker, that should have been the case every fucking day that you've been doing it, not because AEW is now around, you assholes. Like, what, yeah. what kind of shit is that? Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> get it together. Like, people, like, people don't. We want to watch you know people like shows or shows whatever they're ran by bad people necessarily whatever i'm not saying they're necessarily the most evil motherfuckers in the world there look there are plenty like you turn on the news there are plenty of people that are way more evil <laughs> or way more evil companies and motherfucking uh wwe right you got you look you got motherfuckers selling your, your information on your facebook or, or twitter or whatever else right like you when, when an app is free you are uh that you, you are, are the, the product, person. yes right yes. like so like i'm not so for me it's just like there's there's a, there are steps for them to take to to where like they shouldn't have to run from their history and also like if they if they didn't do all the bullshit booking they do whatever else and they give you the feel bad all the time whatever else they wouldn't have to like you know pretend something happened like they would not have to pretend like general Hall wasn't their 50th wwe champion they, right like they could just run the thing and i have to hear about massive booze whatever else just be it is what it is because okay like they they tried to give me good product as much as they possibly could and not try to do goofy stuff to try to get me heated to want to come back and see a payoff and delete stuff and move down the line. Like, it's, it's, you know, like, there's a clear difference between the way certain people book and then, like, you look and you just post it with, like, the history of, like, American booking, right? And it's, like, a lot of that garbage and stuff that, like, it's not just WWE, but it's, like, they're the only one left standing, so, like, they bear the brunt of all of that stuff they and they the, also the do it, like... Yeah.
1: So it's and, it's and they and they do it without knowing that someone else is do it because I don't know how, how much WCW Vince McMahon was actually watching like he doesn't know he's making like some of the right but, know, that same mean it, but or, right
0: but at the same time doesn't mean that like all right like let's not false, false advertise every fucking week on social media and yeah. pretend like you know people don't know what the deal is here and yeah. then like wonder why your 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 turnout is down you know and and, like, I, and, I they, 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 and and i think they they fucking with
1: people and i think they they missed up with Brock like too much in one direction to where it was like i don't care about that universal title anymore it's like yo you will just throw it off of tv for months at a time and it's like i don't care like when i when right. i see that belt it's like i don't give a fuck i i just don't right. like and, right. and it's a made up title that they pulled out of thin air a couple years ago anyway right. so it's like yeah, like
0: yep like if it was if this, was, if this was Brock that had the long title run, and it was Brock that was, like, 2 fa- let's say before before he beat The Undertaker. Yeah. Before he broke the streak, if that was that Brock that was out here holding the belt forever, it was like, that's cool, because like, I know every time he shows up, it's going to be on. Like, it sucks that there's not a champion every single week, and, like, what the fuck are these people, these goofs, actually fighting for? But at the end of the day, you would still say, I know I'm gonna get my money whenever Brock Lesnar uh brings his ass out here for a pay-per-view match, as opposed to it's gonna be some shenanigans where you split some fuckers head open legitimately, even though they're you know, blood and guts. Now now. So, you know, or it's just a it's just a glorified squash match.
1: Yeah. Or or it's just like a, a part timer prop like that that yeah. that happened. Yeah. It's that too. There's there's a lot of like ways that like I think that, you know,
0: can mess titles up. A lot of stuff is chicken and egg with, with WWE, right? Yeah. Like, a lot of stuff is like, well, are they any more guilty than other, like, previous North American promo- or North or American promotions or North American promotions where, like, you know, there's rough bumps in, like, every other fucking, like, AAA match? But, yeah. you but know, you just, WCW in like,
1: 2000, changing the belt like 35 times, and, right. you know, and stuff you're just like, like, that.
0: like yeah, he was like what's chicken and egg here, and they're like like they're not all to blame, but they definitely have responsibility in like the, what their lot in life is right now.
1: And then like contrast like you know the the last time Brock had the belt to AJ Styles, like and you treat him like a second class champion, even though you're putting a, this guy out there for a year with the title. Anybody would think like, oh, a year title reign that must have been awesome, and it wasn't. Bad, but it wasn't like great either because they right. treated him. They put him in the middle of the show. They made his feuds last forever. They just like it was not. This should have been AJ Styles running through motherfuckers, displaying why he's the best that you have in this company with that belt. They never gave him the main event. Like they, they literally just like all right because, on what dime, they, because like because they're trying to establish the red belt so hard that they've they they intercontinental championship their WWE title.
0: Yeah, you can say that. I I wouldn't disagree. Um, I mean, there's also the whole situation where, like, look, ultimately all this comes back to is bad booking as far as, like, they don't – wins and losses don't matter. It's 50-50 booking, so therefore, like, wins don't propel you in the way that they should if everything mattered. So, like, you know, like, you look at the Cody thing from WWE respect, it was like, okay, so Cody is VP and EVP, and, like, he's not getting title shot. Uh, the next title shot, oh, look at that, right? As opposed to like, okay, so when's the loss mattered? Like, he won his, he, he just beat his feet with a dude that split his head open. Um, before that, he won, you know, what was then at that point, or one of the greatest matches in uh, AEW history, short, short history, very short history. Like, and the crowd loves him. Like, that dude's over, therefore he should get a title shot. Like, I don't, it's not that fucking difficult, but like, the only, you know, it's just it's just really weird, like how they do it. It's like WWE like has half the idea right, but then like does the other half wrongs, so and like all just invalidates everything else. Like yeah. if there was a if there was a consistent through point of how they do like their match, their booking, where they book like you know programs, short term programs on TV or whatever else, like they absolutely get it to where like. Who's an one contender? Okay, this person because he's been on a win streak or or whatever else. They don't do that like in the way they used to. Like last time they really did and did it well it was like what Ryback and CM Punk, right? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's probably other instances too. Like Ryback obviously you can Punk. say um who. Uh, I was gonna say Ryback and CM Punk, and then right, like like think about AJ Styles, uh, his first title run, right?
1: Like. He was getting hot all outside the title picture. And so he was fine. It was finally, by the time he hopped in it, people were ready for it and they were ready for him.
0: But the thing is he was losing. He was like, he lost WrestleMania Jericho. He lost, he never beat, um, he never beat Roman Roman. And then like he faced uh, Cena. He gets a DQ situation. Get out. And he does a SummerSlam match where he goes over on Cena, And then immediately he's in, he's in the next title shot. because he's being moved to SmackDown. Like, like, that was not necessarily the smoothest way to get there. You could have done a better job with him, especially earlier on. But, like, it took until the John Cena thing for him to finally have the thing that validated him as being, like, a guy that actually should be at the top of card before they even got to the brand split. Like, I, I mean, if there was ever a brand split, like, you probably didn't even win the fucking – probably never was a title.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. And, and especially with Brock around and, you know, he had to belt on reserve forever. But yeah, good um. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, so, and, and, then, and then, you know, you get into that weird situation where you're booking people above the belt. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, yeah. And then when the title's not actually the title, it's the the ace role. Like, there's a lot of different factors. I'm glad you sent this question in, Alistair, because this is, a, this is like a question, like, it's like an open-ended branching kind of question, right? Like, it, it depends, because you can always, like, put the belt on your top guy and you know make it a one thing but when you start trying to get cute and do things like you know I I said it on this show for years like Roman Reigns is booked above the belt like for all these years so when he didn't win it it just was awkward when other people had it and you know now Rollins he's kind of getting a chance but I think that thing is like you know the the damage with Brock and that belt is just so much. It doesn't even, like... I guess people are happy to see the belt every week. I'm not sure. I'm not, you know, actively,
0: like, watching like that. But, like... I mean, th- that was what their plan was. Like, you look at what they did the last two WrestleMania builds with Brock, where it was, like, uh, you know, whether it was Roman or it was um, Seth, like, the the main story that they picked up was that people were sick of this, of this, like, uh, absentee championship and... Like they're going to be the guy that brings it back, and they both they both put on you know they they both wrote you know, said stuff that was written for them to say like I'm going to be the fighting champion. It gives opportunities to all these other guys, and you know the you deserve it shit or whatever else as opposed yeah. to like
1: I'm the best Whoa. motherfucker here, and I want that belt, and I'm tired of you.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, like there there was some of that, but like you know, like the I don't want to I don't re- yeah, relitigate yeah. fucking WrestleMania 35 34 again with the what they did to Roman, but like it just. So much of that was so like not what people wanted. Like we want to like <sighs> that was like that was something that like some of something, something they did was like that would have made for a good promo for one week. Not like base that around the whole fucking program is like oh you don't show up. Like they made that the whole thing is brought don't show up. It's like okay, how many times you're gonna do that now? Yeah, is it like in? I love Becky to death, but how many times is Becky gonna say that like she is? She is the one that climbed and scrapped, or she scrapped the more or storyline. She's scrappy, and other people don't aren't scrappy like she is. Like as as opposed to building on like you know our personal vendettas, and I think they've done a good job with Becky and Charlotte, or Becky Charlotte, Becky and Sasha so far. But like with wrestling moving at a pace that it does, as faster than ever, and wrestling has always been something that moves pretty fast. Like. There's a shelf life to everything, and like the shelf life is getting faster. While they're like not adjusting to the fact that there's a shelf life, there's no, yeah. they don't really figure out like a way to transition out of stuff and move on and and have things evolve. And I think that's I think I, you know, you hear people talk that on the company or you know work for the company, they talk about like wanting to try to do things whatever else, is, but it's like it's kind of getting held up because. One, how can you evolve? When, like, you don't even know what direction you're going if you're going left or right because Vince can change his fucking mind every single week.
1: And, and the show is being rewritten like week week to week and it's yeah. just whatever.
0: whatever. The only thing you really have is, oh, you're, you are oh you turned heel, so you're going to come out wearing something dark. Yeah, you're going to be wearing evolution. leather. You know. Evolution. You, you, yeah. you turned off. You you were dark yeah. now. You were dark stuff instead of colors. Okay, yeah. like, great. Yeah. Yeah. Like you. You okay know, yeah it's, okay That's funny uh but
1: yeah thanks for sending that question in alice all right and that's gonna wrap up uh one nation radio this week thank you guys uh, as i mentioned earlier for listening to the show uh every week and you know rocking with us and everything like that uh james you got anything you want to get into before we get up out of here
0: yeah, uh, saw the I believe it was the semi, oh, no, yeah, the, the quarterfinal. Yeah, King of the Ring semi or quarterfinals or whatever else. Um, this so you have Mustafa Ali versus Elias. You have Andrade versus uh, Gable. You have Ricochet versus Samoa Joe, and you also have oh I'm bl- oh Corbin versus Cedric Alexander. Okay, three of these matches are babyface with the injury working underneath. Three of them. <sighs> Cedric Alexander was the lucky one that draw the drew the straw to not have to work his leg. So he, a, <laughs> so he got his arm worked leg. over, so he's able to actually do stuff, as opposed to Masaf Ali and Ricochet. Dude, Joe worked over Ricochet's leg by, by checking him with kicks of both legs, and then he actually uh, hits him with, like, Best Bag explains, like a knee buster, uh-huh. right? Ricochet proceeds to run. Jump, sprint, flip, twist, twirl, somersault. Good. good, all around. And I was just like,
1: good, good. Yeah. Look, don't, 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 have, don't conform to none of that shit. Ricochet, that, that you know, like we know what, what Ricochet is here for.
0: Rich, here's the thing. I understand what you're saying. Is like that's not people don't want to see Ricochet not do the shit he does. Right? I agree. The problem is. Ricochet worked and started the match by getting the advantage by out wrestling out grappling some more Joe at the beginning. <laughs> and then and, then, and ah. so he beat him by out-grappling him, right, in chain wrestling. And then Joe his plan B was, fuck it, I'm gonna take his legs out. And then they start and then he started doing all the jumpy flippy shit and I was like, God damn it, I can't I can't escape it. And this was after because I watched these matches today after getting recommendations <laughs> about how good the show the match were. And I've been watching all the um all the King of the Ring stuff, because the good King of the Ring stuff, a lot of people think, like, this is the best King of the Ring ever, uh-huh. right? So, at least from a bell to Bell's, uh, prospect, or uh, standpoint. Yeah. So, before that, I caught up on, because, you know, stardom, you heard the whole like, whole ordeal with them putting up these shows late, and, and, like, whether or not, like, the subtitles and all of this stuff. So I actually finally got around to watching... Um, the show that had the bad subtitles, which they actually uh, re put up and took away the subtitles that the, the bad subtitles. They just have it blank. We just like you don't know what they saying. So anyway, I'm watching that and I watch Arissa versus Nascotora, and that whole match is, you know, Arissa. You watch it. She don't do shit except for kick. She has her match. She does do shit except for kick in his whole fucking match, and then she un- she unloads knee strikes, runs, and kicks, and then beats Nasco. And then Nasco's a geek, so whatever. And I'm just like... I swear the last four Arisa matches, I swear I can count with two hands the number of moves she did that didn't involve her fucking feet. Her last three four matches. So, I go from that to watching... And the match was good. So I go from that to watching King of the Ring, and I see that, that Ricochet does that, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And then I see... Um, <sighs> And then I watched the this, this SmackDown um, um, portion of the uh, King of the Ring, and Mustafa Ali hurts his knee, and then he sefs it. He jumps, he jumps, he lands. Oh my knee! And I'm just like, I'm over this shit. Like, why do they never do this with like
1: Bobby Roode or Dolph Ziggler or, or someone like that? Spectacular. They yeah, someone that's grounded, right? Like or, they only yeah, they only take spectacular motherfuckers and make them spell and sell the leg. Like I don't Or,
0: or better yet, why don't you do it better and, and build it into like wow, this dude's really overcoming his injuries and fighting through and gunning through. Like Cedric got okay. Like when's All the right. last time Roman no, 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 Reigns no, no. had to sell the leg? Oh, 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 like, wait, <laughs> wait, who? Like when's the last time Roman Reigns had to sell the leg? He doesn't really do leg selling. What he um what he his like in some of his big matches that I remember recall is like, for example, Fastlane 2015, he sold the hernia injury he had. And you know, like Brock will, you know, will have eventually like the diverticulitis pops some back bit. up on him from time to time, right? Like, so that's how they get around from it, right? It's like they sell the torso. They had Rousey sell bad ribs against Alexa Bliss uh, last summer, last fall. Ooh, so, yeah, but look, those matches are all better than like, oh, I'm gonna run and I, look, I am, I am a fucking gymnast or whatever else. I get my leg hurt and then I'm going to. Be hurting, and I'm going to continue to do the same thing and hurt my leg over and over, or not selling at all, or kick, throw strikes, kicks, whatever. Uh, but my my thing is, if you do it like okay, so perfect example of like, well, James, how else you gonna have a, a really good match if if you just don't move or whatever else? All right, well, I would suggest that you turn you tune into what was the G1 date? The G1 Dallas date was that uh, June six, early June, or July, July sixth, yeah. Eternal, new japan world july 6 Kodobushi versus kenta Kodobushi goes for a planche over the top rope lands on the floor tweaks his ankle he then proceeds to wrestle for the next i don't know 10 minutes of top-notch wrestling with barely doing any move because he illegitimately hurt his ankle copy that do it like that it's not that hard. Or watching Hiroshi Tanahashi match when uh, once he gets a, his knee tweaked one damn time and they talk about the bone on bone cartilage and like you'll see him he'll go he'll he, someone will try to whip him to the ropes and just fall because my knee fucking hurts. I can't do anything. All I can do is basically just stand on my feet and fight and fight and fight. Yep. He has better matches in Sicily than everybody else in in WWE. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, while doing well, this version of a match all the time. Yeah. There, look, I can watch the Hiroshi Tanahashi Tani Hachi match and I can tell you what he's going to do. He's going to drag a screw leg with you. He is going to then chain wrestle you. He is in at some point going to do something to where or a high fly flow or something to where he's going to tweak his knee. And then he's going to what, do what I just said, where he's go, not he's going, going to, to be stationary, not move at all. And then he's going to slap the shit out of you. And then from there, it's all awesome to, to the finish. Yeah, That's every other big match this year. Look, I understand he's one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> more people should try to do that. More people should try to do stuff like that. I'm not saying every match <laughs> needs to be a, a, a Tanahashi match, but focus on the moves that you have. That, like, if you were, if you were something, somebody spectacular that can showcase, like, what can I do when I don't have all this at my disposal? What can I do to basically like show that I'm a, I have heart and I'm smart and I can adapt to situations? Not just oh well they. You know, like they always say about the Patriots in theory when they try to blow the Patriots by how great they are. is like, they make sure that you play uh, with your offhand, right? Like, if you're a great pass team, they make sure that all you do is run during a playoff game, that sort of thing. All right, like, how come nobody else is, like, showing how to overcome that work from an defensive situation? is always, oh, well, they took away the shit that's supposed to, like, be my bread and butter, but I'm just going to go ahead and do it any damn way. Like, that always pulls me out the match. I'm always like, what's going on here? And this isn't just a WWE problem. Like, this is... This is a lot of different places, but like when WWE does three fucking matches for the same <laughs> tournament in the same round on um, that, that night's doing is it, like, yo, this just stands out. That's yeah. all I had. That's yeah. all I had. Awesome, man. All, all four ma- all four matches were good.
1: Yeah. Uh, sounds sounds like it. So, um, uh, so the semifinals. It looks like there's a triple threat match set up with which makes absolutely no fucking sense by the way.
0: Check this out, Rich. <laughs> check this out. If this was the so, King of the Ring 1993, check this out, Rich. Corbin advances. Samoa Joe versus Ricochet. They had the same match laid out to you where he does all the all the shit, right? Joe gets him um, basically planted on the top rope, um, almost in like a back suplex position. Yep. And then Joe slaps on his choke, so he's in the rope. So there's no, there's no fear of a of a tap out or whatever else. Ricochet, like I said, he worked over his legs the whole time. Ricochet used the post to push off the flip down uh, for so, so they could fall, and then they both covered each other. And I'm like. Even the finish involved him using his fucking feet when they're hurt uh, to get to it. The- I'm like, yeah, I can't. I-, I, I'm, I love you, Ricochet, but damn, like, where's the quality control to say like, yeah, bro, like this, th- like this don't really, no, no, no. There is, well, then again, there is no quality control probably at this point. Yeah, like this does what he wants. Yeah, and that's fine. He owns it, but like, look- so, so it was a draw, right? Like a it no. It was a com- draw,
1: and-, and instead of both of these motherfuckers being out, they're both like advancing. Yes. in what fucking company does like someone like a draw a no contest if it was a double count out would it would have just been the same result or like like what's the deal like they both lost i'm I'm, I'm assuming i'm
0: assuming in that situation (laughs) they uh depending on the booker either you go in that situation of double count you either go with you restart the match or um y'all both eliminated no no either you restart the match for a later date or right now right then or or the other person on the other side of that bracket gets a buy. Just advances, yeah, right. Like
1: I would think they, Corbin would just advance, but right. is rewriting, you know. Yeah, so both motherfuckers lost, so they both move on. So
0: um, <laughs> we yeah. had, we had um, like look, and they did, and they did this to a heel. They did this to Corbin, who's a heel. Like they 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 fucked the heel. Yeah. The hill just went. I'm not gonna do Steiner math. I promise you, I'm not. The hill went from a 50 50 chance of winning to a 33 and 1 point chance of winning. But that's first That's as far as I'm going with, with stoner math. But they fucked the hill, and it's like, what? What even is this?
1: So in, is on this? the other side, we've got Elias and Chad Gable. Is it in the semifinals? Yes. yes. So um, hopefully, uh, you know, Chad Gable can move on. My, oh, my no, Ricochet Andrade final no longer exists, so I,
0: fuck. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, man. Like, you, do you really run the risk of putting Elias in a pay per view match for for something that matters? Fuck no. All right, Personally. then. So you, so that means you think, and also like, Gable's getting over shocker like a, a guy that's, that's always been creative getting over while wrestling is getting over while in a wrestling tournament
1: boy it, it's like a guy a couple weeks ago on this show said something about gable you know and yeah you know he, he could he could actually you know do something for you you know um
0: yeah so um that was the best match of the four um from this week right so it, gable so my thing is gable advances so that means like that means Corbin is actually going to be a real threat to Corbin's going to win this shit or or not win it, but like Corbin's going to be in the final. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It sounds like it could be Corbin and um, Gable. Corbin and Gable. Yeah.
0: Now you tell me like, I mean, that pretty much is like, for me is like, yes, they're, they're, they're giving them something by, they actually have chemistry.
1: Sorry. They actually have chemistry Corbin and Gable. So like, Okay, one of the greatest Baron Corbin all time moments, and trust me, there's not many. Is (sighs) the end of days that he gave? There there
0: are plenty if you're trying to be like if you're talking about like if you're being subversive and you're thinking like all right, like when he got when he failed to cash in or stuff like that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So the. When he hits the end of days on Gable, like there's this crazy way that he sets that up. That's like a uh, like a head scissors into the end of days. Like it actually happened, I believe, on the show that we were at, the Takeover, uh, NXT Takeover Respect, 2015. I believe that it was Rhino and Corbin against American Alpha, uh, and this is when they were first getting started, and mm-hmm. the finish is. Corbin doing that crazy ass end of days that Gable and it was nuts. So okay. maybe th- like they're going to be having this final match for just one spot. So <laughs> I hope I see it. So, uh, oh, yeah. So, and, but, yeah, and also
0: like uh, another thing about maybe that, he it. can
1: oh. kick out of the end of days. Maybe that can do something for him because no one
0: ever kicks out of the end of days. Is that true? Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, okay. Well, wait, didn't Seth kick out of that eventually like during this summer? No? I don't think he did. Oh okay, yeah. Man, I just uh, they're gonna. I mean, they gonna do Corbin or whatever else. Like they can do it. Like I mean, but uh, King Corbin, like, uh, please don't. You know, do it. you know what they're gonna do. With you, like you, you already have an idea of what they're gonna do with him based off what they've done. The previous heels are like not top of the line heels or whatever else. And I think at this point, like they, they kind of already know because they took his ass off TV for a while, right? So they already kind of like. Yeah, man, like we're past that. Like you're just gonna be a mid card heel, and like you know what they do with mid card heels with 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 the with the king gimmick that won King of the Ring is like if that's where they're gonna slot them now. All right, fine, Jesus whatever. Christ. Um, but like they could actually propel um. They could propel Gable to being like, all right, like let's put him in the Intercontinental Championship mix or whatever else. Like, let's try to make a new, like, let's try to aim for ne- the next Daniel Bryan that sort of thing. Even though we still have Daniel Bryan, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that—that that could be something they could do. Um, I don't know which way they go with it, but like, I just I have a hard time believing they're actually going to really go ahead with this ricochet thing after they decide to do this because, like, him overcoming two heels um, to win the triple threat match, you get to the final and then face lies is like, so you're going to put him over by like having him fight a dude that is going to have a bad, that, that's going to like, going to be the worst guy, the worst heel he's going to face throughout the whole tournament. Like that sounds like hustling backwards to me. Yeah.
1: Uh, after beating McIntyre and you know, shit like that. So
0: yeah. Go, yeah. Beat McIntyre, face Samoa Joe, face Samoa Joe and Baron Corbin. And you know, Baron Corbin is, comes through when he actually doesn't get the chance to throw on chin locks and triple threat matches. Like, and then you say oh yeah now elias like what
1: yeah so
0: whatever they that go like they do. that i mean
1: this is my promotion i just do the versus face, face match and, and be like hey y'all got 15 minutes y'all go uh y'all go kill it
0: 15 <laughs> minutes for Gable and Ricochet? yeah i mean one could one could dream yeah i look i i, I have to see it to believe it though yeah
1: but let's get the fuck out of here. We're over two hours at this point. So, wow, <laughs> um, really? yeah, make sure you guys are rating and reviewing us on whatever uh, you're listening to, is iTunes, uh, Podbean, whatever. Um, make sure you guys are checking out uh, One Nation Radio here on Sundays. Uh, Tuesdays, we got Keeping It Strong Style with Jeremy and Josh. I believe Josh will be returning this week. I uh, will not be doing bad to back duty on Keeping It Strong Style this week because I have watched none of The Road to Destruction. So, um <laughs> Uh, every Wednesday we got the Ricky and Clive wrestling show. Every other Wednesday we've got grown men watch this shit. Uh, we got get in the ring with Danny and Beast Mike. And then on Saturdays all things Elite with Floyd Johnson, sometimes Amy, sometimes Tiffany. So uh, for James, it's time to get the fuck up out of here and <laughs> we'll let y'all next week. Woo-hoo. Later. Hey.